Hello, everybody, and welcome to season two, episode eight of the Tabletop Tavern. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Jenny. I will be your DM, your host for the entirety of this campaign and also forever. So just get used to me. For uh, those of you who have never been here before, I'm going to let my players introduce themselves, starting with the fabulous, the effervescent, that I just really like her top, Victoria Shaz. Hello, everyone. I'm, my name is Victoria, and I play Leon LaBelle. Hi, my name is Ryan, and I play Gail Fair. Howdy, I'm Doe, or Doe Deer, and I play Gris Littlefoot. And I'm Pippin, and I play Ariadne and Kylte. All right, so uh, for those of you who weren't here last week, I'm going to give you a very brief synopsis of last episode, episode 7. Uh, last episode on the Tabletop Tavern, the party attended the birthday ball of the handsome Marius Steele. Leon was particularly interested in attending this event for personal reasons, and it did pay off for her pretty well, but not before the party discovered the guest of honor's dark and mysterious secret, which shook some of them to their core. All right, so that takes us to today's episode. Are you all ready? Everybody, everybody oh, yeah. warmed up? Everybody good? Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm limber, ready to go. I was born right. ready. <laughs> oh, God, I think that's great. I don't know any babies that can play Dungeons and Dragons. All right, so. They're, ti they're yeah. tiny hands. Their palm response are for dice. That's the evolutionary. <laughs> exactly. I'm just going to hold up a pair of headphones to my future wife's belly and just play critical role over and over and over. The entire adventure zone. Pyramid. It's got to be adventure the zone. The tabletop tavern. Come on, guys. <laughs> <sighs> Name drop in the competition. All right, so let's, let's get started. Fine, better than them. <laughs> and humbler too. All right, so the morning. <laughs> That's weird energy today. The morning after the full moon dawns cool and quiet. The party trickles into the dining room of the LaBelle Manor one at a time. Leon first, the space beneath her eyes bruised by sleeplessness. Ariadne and Ariadne Ariadne and Gris arrive together. Ari seats themselves next to Leonida, who grins at them around a mouthful of cheese pastry. Galen arrives last, still sleepy, and busies himself with the day's fresh pastries, tearing them in half and sharing them with Gris, who smiles at him but watches Leon yawn with a worried expression, one shared by her mother at the end of the table. After breakfast, the party gathers their belongings, all but Leon surprised to find that their clothes have been washed, pressed, and folded, their bags packed for them. The LaBelle women exchange tearful goodbyes at the door. Luciana presses a kiss to her daughter's forehead. Leonida wraps her in a hug, the intensity of which is, is met only by the similar embrace she forces onto Ariadne, who blinks in surprise at the show of affection, but then awkwardly returns it in their own way. Ahem. Be careful, my dear, the old woman manages in accented elvish, then winks towards Leon's bag of holding. Write me when you run out of wine. Uh, the party. That I can do. <laughs> <laughs> the party leaves through the front door, held open by Bertram, who says goodbye with his usual detached air, though his eyes glisten a little in the morning light as they pass over Leon. This leaves you all standing in the front of the manor, left to discuss the next steps of your journey. Leon kind of stretches and looks around and says well it's the day after the full moon so 
We really need to get to that temple. It's the only day that they'll let and and Ari or Leon kind of like looks at Ari and like angles herself and like points at Gris and Galen and is like, it's the only time they'll let those two in. I don't like that. Mm. But it's it is I mean, it is time to go. <laughs> I just I don't I just think I don't know. I've just never experienced so much d- distaste, disdain for people that are Oh, sweetheart. You'll get I'm, used to it. Dreamers Grove is a very welcome place. So, anyway, maybe the only one, Gris. And as as Leon says that, she kind of starts to slowly head towards the direction cuz I assume Leon knows where to go. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh most people who live in Aelus would know where to go. Um yeah. Ariadne probably also knows mm-hmm. the way if only from uh maybe having been there once or twice before. Yeah, so I feel like Fair. Leon would start heading in the direction that she knows to to go. I think yeah, as, that looks familiar. As Leon starts walking, uh Gris kinda tries to to catch up to Leon and um kind of like turns to her and says, Are you worried about Marius? Should we check on him on the way? Sure, Marius is fine. He's probably recovering from last night. He'll write me. I am worried about him, though. Chris kind of grunts, and she's like, I wish we could find a way to make it less painful. Just his wrists were hard to look at. But I imagine it's worse than that. We need to find a way to get the gods back. It's what we need to do. (laughs) Well, there's that, too. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like once all of that is back to normal, well, he'll be able to have his pact, and then he won't have to worry about it anymore. So... We're on the right track. We just need to figure out what's going on. It just seems like a, a very heady task at hand. So I'm almost oh, wondering finding some some silent gods. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and convincing them to not be silent. It's a small task. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I'm Leon's saying is- like <laughs> chuckling as she says it. Like yeah, just a tiny task. Let's Gris- find the quiet gods. Gris is still <laughs> very serious, and she's like. Just something to help those wrists in the meantime. Think about it. There could be some item that could help. I'll think about it too. Okay. Galen sort of like, like... <laughs> Galen sort of like wipes the sleep from his eyes as he's walking, and he's like, "Well, we almost did kill uh, essentially a demigod, so I I don't think anything is too hard now." <laughs> almost did. <laughs> he flew away, Chris. Well, he's I'm... not dead, Galen. I was. Yeah, dead. that's why I said almost. Chris. I think you're overestimating our effectiveness in that in that battle <laughs> in that moment. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> much. <laughs> I like to think we're more capable than we're giving ourselves credit for, but it's okay. Let's keep going. <laughs> Gris chuckles at Galen and just kind of well, starts, you know, keeping pace and and looking around to see uh, some of the scenery as they pass by. Leon Certainly. gets very silent at the mention of her father. Just for note. Certainly better than the band of idiots I was in charge for at one point. That's for sure. I wonder how those band of idiots are doing under B. I'm sure they're doing much better. (laughs) Do you think B likes uh, being in charge? Yes. (laughs) I guess it does suit her personality. It really does. I don't think B will let him have control back ever. I mean, I relinquished it to her, so... You're not getting it back? I know. <laughs> That's what relinquish means. 
All right, just kind so of keeps walking, yeah. You mm-hmm. all continue through the city and exit through the gates. Um, you pass down the road past the Temple of Merkel, the, the death temple um, that you visited so long ago, and uh, continue for a little ways. Just outside of the city lie the holy grounds of Talerneth, a walled city of temples that serves as the spiritual center of the world. Only those who are members of the clergy may live within Talerneth's walls, as, as you've learned. Um, these kind of compose, you know, it, it's composed of monks and clerics dedicated to the service of whatever gods have temples there. Um, outside the walls, as you approach, you can see pilgrims and vendors kind of gathering, waiting at the gates to be let in. Um, you, you see them from about 500 yards away, and as you draw closer, you notice that the guards have opened the gates and are sort of letting everyone through, though it seems that maybe standard practice is asking them questions as they're entering, though you can't really be sure until you get closer. Leon continues to head forward. She's always the first one to be willing to talk to anyone. Is it a lot of people, Jenny? Like a significant amount or just kind of like are we going to have to wait for a while kind of thing? It's a significant amount of people, but they seem to be moving through the group rather quickly. Okay. I think Gris kind of just looks wide-eyed uh, at the amount of people, and she's like, so this is the only time that everyone can attend? The day after the full moon, yeah. It's so, just... I mean, I can go whenever I want. And so can, so I. can I. Seems hmm. odd that they'd be so selective. It's. I mean, I'm sure there's those... plenty... Of other, yeah. I mean, would would any of us be able to learn your 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 dream circle, dream walking, dream dreaming <laughs> stuff? How well, welcoming yeah. is the circle itself? It's pretty welcoming as long as you can, as long as you have the gift. They'll teach you. But what if you don't have the gift? <laughs> well, then I'm sorry about it. <laughs> That's ex- think about it that way. Hmm. Okay. Well. <laughs> I guess we get in line. Yeah. Leon's like already in line, like waiting patiently, like shuffling forward. She doesn't like being in line, but she's willing. Are the vendors outside the gate or inside the gate? The vendors are being let in with with all the pilgrims. Okay. All right. So do you all get into line with Leon? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Are you sure about that, Chris? I I just uh I I have a new thing where my perception's really good. Like I have good passive perception, so I'm just wondering if I like see anything different than what you just described or notice anybody different. What's your passive perception? It is. This is very exciting for me. <laughs> I was gonna ask if it looked 18. the same as I remember. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Okay, so you look around, uh, you know, you, you kind of, you step in next to Leon, and then you sort of poke your head around the throng of people to try to get a better look at, at what's happening. Um, th- there's not much going on that you would deem particularly suspicious. Uh, you do notice that the pilgrims are of all different uh, groups of people. There's people who are obviously wealthy and people who are obviously fairly destitute. There's um, elves, humans, dwarves, halflings, Really, the only group that you don't see represented are orcs. Everyone else seems to be from all different walks of life, 
and experiences. It actually kind of calms you down. It feels a little bit like Dreamer's Grove to you and that anyone can be anyone here. Um, you can also see two guards at the gates methodically asking people questions. You can't quite make out what they're saying though. Can I see their lips? Yes, you can see their lips. So I can make out what they're saying? <laughs> yeah, I guess you can make out what they're saying. <laughs> Oh. Does Gris have lip reading skills that we I didn't do. know about? I do. It's it's new. <laughs> it's part of that perception thing. Oh my god! So as, as long as they're speaking a language I understand, I can read lips. So they are speaking in common, which is a language you can understand, and uh, they seem to just be asking basic questions about why people are there, if there's any temples that they need guidance to. They're fairly simple questions. Uh, people who approach looking like vendors, they seem to be asking if they're permitted to sell within the walls. Okay, cool. Um, Chris kind of like focuses back her attention to the group and says, if they ask us why we're here, we're just here to like visit, right? Yes. Okay, okay. Just Not everybody sure. needs to know about what we're doing. <laughs> oh, I just need to, you know, sometimes I can I be a little too truthful. To <laughs> oh, Gris, and we love you for it, but there is nothing I love more than the fact that you just asked that. I'm, I'm trying to learn. <laughs> I love it. And she just kind of settles back in, and, and I guess she probably takes a spot next to Ariadne. So you all stand in line uh, with varying degrees of patience. Gris seems perfectly happy to sort of people watch and take in everyone. Ari, uh, you hate standing in line. Last time you were here, it was not the pilgrimage. You just kind of walked up. They took a look at you and asked you if you were looking for the Temple of Sylvanas. To which you said, yes, though you did get distracted by a different temple full of beautiful women. You can't quite remember where it is, but you might be interested in going back. Mm -hmm. uh, Galen, you are bored. You're bored. You're standing in line. You're having to be patient. It's really not your thing. Mm. And typically you would entertain yourself in different ways. But the look that Leon is giving you tells you that maybe you shouldn't try robbing pilgrims. Uh, you approach the gates. Finally, as, as the person, the last group in front of you, a man and a goat, um, pass through the gates. You are now standing in front of two guards who look the party, all of you, up and down. Traveling together? Yes. Yeah. He, like, kind of looks <laughs> between Ari and Leon for a second and uh, nods you to sort of as if he's about to let you through, and then he goes, Wait. Who are those two? What? What? What business have you in Talerneth? We're visiting. Leon says, I want to show them the temples and show them how beautiful Talonath is. As I've Paladin been is. here before, so they <laughs> insist on seeing mine. And, uh... What temples are you looking for? Um... Leon... Leon, <laughs> Leon kind of answers, um... Uh, for herself, she goes, uh, Sunai, 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 and uh, and Leon looks to Ari and is like, Sylvanas, and 
You know Sylvanas. this. And Eldath, too. And, uh, your friend? I, I'm, uh... I'm, He's I'm not from around here. I'm not from around here, but I, uh, I, I am a, uh, a new, a new student under, uh, Sylvanas. I'm, I'm learning. Roll a deception check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> own kind Ari of just, just like, side-eyes them. Side-eyes Galen as well. 18? He's not gonna, like... Oh, good. Yeah, okay. Uh, he looks you at you. A seven. And he's like... Okay. Uh, it's hard to miss the Sylvanas temple, and Sune will just... Uh, look look for the girls. And he, like, sort of, like, gets really awkward. And he's like, okay. Go, go on through. <laughs> Leon kind of says, thank you, sir. Like, ever polite as they're walking away. Once we've passed and out of earshot and out of, like, he's on to the next person, I, like, just slap, like, backhand Galen's arm, just, like, <laughs> ex- the, but, uh, just gibberish, but I'm just like... <laughs> What do you think you're doing? He was he wasn't gonna believe me no matter what I said. Yeah, why does it matter which one we go to? Because don't we also want to go see about Shantae and uh what was the other one? I think he was just trying to be helpful in case we needed help getting there. I'm more concerned about I just like Ari just gets flustered and just leaves it alone, like shoots Leona look like I just you deal with him. <laughs> <laughs> Leona's like um I believe the problem, Galen, is that you probably shouldn't say that you're worshipping a god that you're not worshipping. What? Why is that a problem? <laughs> um, well, first Leon of all, just kind of looks at him like, uh. all right, yeah. Ari just looks off into the distance, like, takes a deep sigh, just, like, harnesses some key <laughs> to keep to maintain their calm. And it's just like... I'm gonna take you back home someday, and I'm gonna <laughs> let you say that to them. Gris kind of takes her her staff and does like a a quick like Rafiki swat, <laughs> Galen, since <laughs> <laughs> so she can't really reach him and just kind of bonks him on the head. And she's like very deceitful. Leon she- chuckles and goes, "Wait, are we hurting Galen? Not hurting, just reminding." Okay. <laughs> if you set me on fire, I'll put it out. <laughs> So, as you all sort of banter or criticize Galen, um, (laughs) you entered the city through the gates. Upon entering the gates, you find yourselves on a wide, long avenue that stretches from the gates themselves to the far walls of the city. The street is evenly paved, not cobbled, but laid with flat white stone shaped into near identical rectangles. It's clearly been designed with immaculate care. Lining the streets, some set further back than others, are a variety of temples. With uh, Some are con- constructed on high foundations with wide, well-swept stairs leading to their columned entrances, while others are low set and more practical than they are grand. No two are alike. Many are marked with banners, flags, and carvings of their represented deities. Some you recognize, and others you do not. Um, The street itself has quickly become populated by the merchants flooding in from the gates, as as well as the pilgrims, who sort of mill about on the temple stairs and near the entrances and chat with the merchants. 
Uh, as you stand there, you're sort of passed as well by monks and clerics. Uh, many of the monks do stop and give Ariadne brief nods, uh, though Ariadne, you don't necessarily yeah. recognize them. It's sort of just like a game recognized game kind of yeah. moment. <laughs> no, Ari just gives them the same like like quarter bow, just like yeah. I would like to roll a perception check. Um, what just would you to like kind to of perceive. I would just like to perceive if there's like, is there like a main building that isn't a temple, or is it all temples? Can I discern that? Roll a perception check. Eleven plus one twelve. They're all temples. Okay. Is Sune in sight? Mm. Roll a religion check. I think Gris is like absolutely in awe. Like number one, square rocks. <laughs> What's Nineteen up with plus that? four, twenty-three. <laughs> okay, so Gris, you're in awe. Yes. Um, before I answer Ari's question, do you want to do anything? Do you want to say anything else? Oh, I was just gonna say, like, she's probably like mouth agape, like turning in like quick circles trying to take it all in and then would probably like turn to Ariadne and be like this is where you've been all this time no it's uh not here um but we did take a field trip here once I long time ago I do not remember I remember a couple of things about being here but not much else like back in the in the village like I mean, we obviously Eldath and Sylvanas, but we kind of just have, like, um, normal rocks and kind of built them together with some twigs and kind of viney plants. And um, that's kind of where we go to talk to our gods. Uh, obviously, you know, Circle Dreams, too. But this is absurd! <laughs> it's great, Leon says so, with a smile. So many as... targets. <laughs> Galen. What? As your friends uh, sort of interact with each other, um, Ariadne, you take a moment to sort of lean back and examine the city. It's been quite a while since you came here, as you noted. Um, you were much younger, you were in the beginning of your training. When you came to meet with these sort of head priests and clerics and monks um, at this sort of primary temple for Sylvanas, mm -hmm. you take a look around and you see a temple that brings back a flood of pleasant memories. The Temple of Sune. You can recognize it because, well, it's recognizable. It's beautiful, all arches and curved windows. There's a fountain that bubbles in front. And if you can remember correctly, pilgrims often toss rose petals into the water as they pass so that the water is kind of thick with these pink and red petals. Um, you also know that within that temple, the clerics and monks are all women, which you are a big fan of. It tends to be, in your experience, beautiful women who worship Sune in the sort of dedicated way that her clergy members do. Real hot girl shit. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, so I feel like Leon would be like, so here's what I think we should do. I think we should Definitely visit the Temple of Sylvanas. I would like to go to the Temple of Sune. She's my goddess. And 
I think we need to. I would just... like that too. I just put put my vote in there. <laughs> like, Those I are bet. some uh, <laughs> devoted priestesses. And that's the only reason I'd like to visit. Leon kind of chuckles and says, I get it. And agree, actually. Um, and uh, she says, I think we should just go. We should try to talk to one of the high priests or priestesses in each of the temples, figure out whether they know anything about what's going on with the gods, and then maybe they'll have some information for us so that we can find our next steps. Thoughts? I mean, it's good I to plan that, as any. I think that sounds good, but should we visit any other temples and just maybe listen and, and hear what people are saying? And see if like anybody else is having issues with the gods? I think we should start with our gods. Okay. And then maybe... Well, I think we should still see Shantae, and then definitely will there, will there be a temple here for the orc god? Because I haven't Grinch. seen any orcs around. Would Leon know? Or Ari would? Yeah. Um, I'm guessing the answer is no. The answer is no. Yeah. Um, no, Gris. Actually, there there isn't, unfortunately. So we can't visit that one. But we can go see Shantae's, uh, unless, um, is there, uh, Jenny, are we under, like, a time crunch in terms of, are they, like, gonna kick Galen and Gris out once the sun sets or something? You have until nightfall, but it is still early morning. Okay, fair. I just wanted um, to know to be like, this is <laughs> not a theme park where you can do it all. <laughs> yeah. Leon yeah, also says... I would say, as your DM... Uh, if you want a hint, I would say each one of you has a god who is relevant to them. Mm -hmm. That might be something to consider. Okay. And then uh, what about Hetrasil and... We can get to that after if we don't find what we're looking for, I think. But those are the like gods that aren't super yeah. current. Would they have temples here? No. No. Because they've fallen. Okay. okay. I'm just I'm just making sure we're on the right no, track. 100%, yeah, 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 yeah. Plus, the priests and priestesses at our temples. Leon is saying this. She's like the priests and priestesses at our temples. They are entrenched in this all the time. They may have more information about uh, Hetrasil and Tefine, those those gods that we heard about in the book that Valdez exactly. gave us. And so, it's been a while, but and they so they may not. Remember me, I was um, less than attentive, but they re may remember some of my colleagues. <laughs> she's kind of chuckles and she's like, well, we're here. Should we uh, go? Pointing to the, the temple of Sunay. We can start with Sunay or we can start with Sylvanas. It's totally up to everyone else. Sunay is my goddess. I'd love to go. Well, it's quite beautiful. There's lots of flowers and it seems really pretty. I'm down. Would you all like to head in the direction of the Temple of Sunay? Yes. Yeah. You start to move towards the Temple of Sunay, but find your path relatively impeded. As you all stood, of, stood about and discussed and observed and chided Galen for considering robbing pilgrims, <laughs> um, the merchants who had flooded the city have now sort of set up temporary mobile uh, stands. Um, 
From there, they are sort of hawking their wares. They seem to be aimed, some for pilgrims, other clearly intended for the clergy members who call Talarneth home. Um, it has become very noisy here in the city, in this sacred city. There's calls in many different languages, um, advertising incense and candles and flower wreaths to please the gods, foods to break your fast, and mushrooms and herbs to please Sylvanus or the hungry pilgrim. Some, you know, there, there's just, it's a lot of different languages all at once. You can hear common um, elvish, sylvan, dwarvish, halfling, all of these different things. Um, and as you pass by, a merchant does stop you. He's kind of a stout stout dwarf. And he, uh, he looks over to Gris, sort of, reading the room, seeing who would be most friendly to him, and says, Oh, come on now, ma'am. You can't be expecting to go in asking for a for a god's blessing, empty-handed. Oh, you're absolutely right. Uh, and she kind of turns to Leon. Well, what's Sunai like? I don't know. Fla there's flowers? Flowers? Do you have flowers? Leon's oh. like... I don't, I don't have any flowers there, ma'am. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I guess it depends on the god Sune. Uh, you know, I'd say incense. She likes incense. She likes candles. She likes flowers. Mm -hmm. Flowers are good. Mm -hmm. Uh, who else are you hoping to see here? I'm assuming you're not all with Sune. And he kind of, like, gives a look to Ariadne and Galen, like, <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, I give him the same look back. <laughs> Sylvanus, oh, you're gonna want some mushrooms, maybe some herbs. There's a lady down by his temple that sells the good stuff. Uh, I don't have much in the way that I got blessed salt water. If you're looking for, I don't know, Umberly likes that stuff. Uh, we got, uh, uh, and he like sort of like gets a far off look in his eyes and he goes, uh, who did you say you was looking for an, uh, an offering for? Sune. Uh, Shune. Mm, yeah. Mm, there's some uh, flower renders over there. If you need anything good to eat, I got, got you covered, though. Break your fast. Plenty of hundred hungry pilgrims. I lean <clears throat> over to Leon and <clears throat> just kind of whisper and say, uh, off offering to get a response from gods who are silent. And Leon kind of looks at Ari and casts message and is like, I don't think they know they're silent. <laughs> oh, I know they don't. I'm just saying, like, all right, oh, that's, we're not doing it's it. your money we're, yeah, we're not. spent in. No, it's... I Can mean, Gris... we could. <laughs> <laughs> Can Gris take a look at what he has? Like, is it on display? Or... Yeah, so he's got kind of a generic display. He's got some candles, a little bit of incense, um... You know, there's there's some dried herbs. You, they don't look particularly appetizing. You've seen a lot mm -hmm. better. Uh, and then he also has these little vials. They're glass vials, and they appear to be filled with just water. That's the the salt water he was talking about, or what? The salt. Presumably, yes. Okay. Uh, I think Gris is probably curious about this. Just like it's kind of in the realm of shit she's interested in, and she's like, "Who did you say?" Like that, and she kind of points to the vial. Oh, that one's uh, not very popular. She's for the sea bitch. You ever heard of her? Probably not. It's lots of sailors. 
uh, navy men and uh, pirates and merchants and whatnot. Uh, she's uh, she's she's a cruel one. Um, her name's uh, Umberly. She's uh, she goddess. Not real nice, real nasty. It's more, uh, uh, you you don't ask her for favors, you ask her to <clears throat> do her the favor of not drowning you the first time you get on a boat. Leon's side eyes, Galen. Galen? <laughs> Galen sort of just, like, looks at everyone and is like, I mean, I've never worshipped. The, the closest thing that I've seen is a little idol in my mom's house. Left over from my dad. So Galen, your mom is this, worships her. Is this the truth? Yeah. Okay. Good to know. I think Gris is like pretty concerned about drowning. <laughs> She's like, well, should we make an offering? I don't want to drown. I mean, we've already been on a ship, but do you think we'll get back on one? And she kind of looks at Galen like, it's like we've been on a ship before and we've been okay. Yeah, but I did get very seasick. Is that the same as drowning, though? I don't know, but it feels like it's in the same realm. Or, you know, actually, uh, seasickness, yeah, that's, she doesn't like you. She, you should probably. Mm, I don't I don't think she likes you. Uh, Jenny, is this actually salt water? Yes. Okay. Two <laughs> copper. Hmm. I could go as one, sure, as one copper for ladies pretty as you, though. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, I'll take one. All right, so he takes one copper from you and places the the vial in your hand, and he says, "Oh, the uh, the temple of Umberly is just uh, it's uh, <clears throat> it's it's over behind the uh, the Frost Maiden's temple. It's a little small, but uh, girl who runs it seems nice enough." How many vials are there? There's about eight. Uh, I look at him and I just go, "I'll take all of them." Kind I think of looks at him like Chris, Chris raises an eyebrow and then already. like gives him one copper like okay. I thought he said you didn't worship her. <laughs> oh, for you sure that's gonna be sixteen copper. You're not as nearly as pretty as your friend. I hand him a silver. <laughs> he looks at it for a minute like he's trying to do math and he's like, uh, <clears throat> and like, kind of like. Digs around in one of his pockets and pulls. I out hand him four. another silver, and I just say, "Keep it." <laughs> oh, okay. You enjoy your trip to the holy city. If you need anything, if you talk to anybody else, tell him. Tell him McCormick sent you. McCormick. Will do. Nice to meet you. Thank you for the salt water. Enjoy your your trip to the uh, temple, pretty lady. Mm hmm. Leon is watching all of this in awe, like. Yeah, Never so sorry, they're just like leaning back, <laughs> just like arms crossed, just like watching this all unfold. You know, it's like, Gris made a purchase. I I bought pastries once. But I was think... Leon there for it? No, no. it was just me and Ariadne. No. Yeah. Gris is like, I have money. Not a lot, but some. Mm -hmm. I'm not so questioning whether you have money, Gris. I'm just observing. I just don't want God's men at me. So Leon looks like... at Ari. <laughs> I just look back at Leon. I'm just like, I'm just gonna let them. I'm just not gonna touch that one with a ten foot pole yet. <laughs> Gris is like, kind of like bristly. She's like, why are they making fun of me? 
And she kind of grunts and, and slips the vial into her bag and kind of crosses her arms. And says, well, are we going? Yes, please. <laughs> so you, you continue to pass uh, through this kind of like haphazard marketplace that's that's sprung up. Um, you sort of dodge merchants who sort of call out to you about the various things that they're selling. And you arrive at a... Uh, a merchant who appears to be selling exclusively flowers. This sort of marks to you that you found Sune's spot. Um, you turn and you face the temple and you head towards it, up the beautiful stairs and to the entranceway where a young woman comes to greet you. She is exceptionally beautiful. Um, she is dressed in what two of you recognize as kind of the typical adornment of the monks of Sune. Unlike the rough cloth that the majority of monks dress in, such as Ariadne, these monks are dressed in silk robes that are, though simple, um, sort of a pale blush pink color. Mm. And they're, they all have long hair, which is tied back by similar shades of silk, just sort of this, this sing singular ribbon. They are all exceptionally beautiful and of all different races. You see several elves and quite a few humans, and even a young halfling woman sort of passes by in the background. Though this woman who approaches you is, in fact, human. Do I recognize I... them? Have I met them before? You, you recognize some of the elves. Uh, you recognize an elven woman who's standing somewhere behind the woman who greets you. She's blonde, and fair-skinned um, and when she sees you she blushes, smiles and then uh, quickly turns away <laughs> Is, oh. May I help you, pilgrims? Um, Leon kind of says Hello there um, We are here looking for some information Is the head priestess around? I... I'm also a worshiper of Sune, and I would love to talk to the high priest, head priestess, or high priestess, whatever the, the term is. The high priestess is currently away. She's facilitating a wedding. It's quite a big deal. I'm very that. excited for her. I am sort of in charge. Okay. Um, I'd be happy to speak with you, mm -hmm. uh, especially since you're a fellow worshiper. May, may I ask about your friends? They Insight are... check for racism. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's totally, she's chill. Yeah. <laughs> she's beautiful and she's nice. <laughs> Leon kind of chuckles and says, I'm the only worshiper of Sune in our group, but uh, I trust this group and uh, I would appreciate if they would be able to enter into the temple as well. And I have, in fact, been welcomed here before and I like peek over her shoulder to see the the blonde woman again. She's like pretending to read a book but her face is bright red. Aww. Wait, wait, wait. Is the vendor like nearby enough that I can like toss him a copper and grab a flower? What's your speed? 55. Fast. Yes, you can zoom it to him and back very quickly. Cool. So I grab a flower and then I just like keep it by my side like hidden, a little hidden away. Chris is like, Oh no, we didn't. We didn't get an offering. <laughs> oh, there's no need. Someone who is already bound to the service of Sune is always welcome here, and it seems 
at least one of you has had our blessing before, so of course you are welcome. May I ask your name? I am uh, Lady Leon LaBelle, Leon says. Oh, it is a pleasure to meet you, Lady LaBelle. And you? My name? Ashlina Aquaria. Did you say Ashlina? Ashlina Aquaria. Ashlina Aquaria. It is lovely to meet you, Ashlina. It is lovely to meet you as well. Please follow me. And so she sort of leads you all back into the temple. The temple itself is lovely. The columns that support it are wrapped in flowers that are seemingly always in bloom, and it smells like just the most heavenly scent. Um, the, The room that she takes you in appears to be sort of the primary place of worship. In the center is an altar, upon which sits a statue of a curvaceous elven woman. She's largely nude, though um, a very skilled sculptor has sort of sculpted it to look as if she is wrapped in sort of gauzy cloth. Uh, She has a wild head of hair, um, and in this sort of carved hair, someone has placed very delicately many red flowers. This is the primary room, and it's it's sort of the room that you were looking into from from the front of the temple. Um, There's quite a few stone benches, and Nashlina takes a seat and looks at you all. How may I help you? Um, Leon takes uh, a seat next to Ashlina and kind of looks to the rest of the group and is like, y'all should sit too. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't say that, but she's like looking at them like sit down. (laughs) Uh, Um, Yeah, I figured there isn't too many other places to sit, but is there a column or something I can lean on? (laughs) There's a column to lean on. Uh, it is next to a pretty blonde girl who has her head buried in a book and is trying desperately not to look at the group. Cool, but I do that oh so casually and uh, qu- quickly enough that hopefully like none of the others will notice. We'll see if they do. I like tap her um, her shoulder and then like bring up the flower to like quick quick change. She takes the flower. She looks at you and she goes. Thirty-five years, and all you can do is bring me a flower. You look good. Ari is a little like dumbfounded, and I'm like, I did not expect to be back, but it's a nice to see you. You look nice to see you too, Ariadne. Good too. (laughs) Leon is just watching this, like, okay. And she kind of lets it go, and, and she looks to Ashlina, and she says, Are you in the confidences of the High Priestess? Yes, I work with her often, and we do much of our research and prayer together. Okay. I am about to ask you a sensitive question. Oh, my dear, we have all sorts of solutions for that. Um, there's poultices, pills, oh. potions. No, not that kind of question. Oh, Although I appreciate it. Uh, Yeah, I just, I... Plenty of people come here for their own remedies for trouble and love. Um, Leon kind of chuckles and says, We have been hearing about the gods and the goddesses going silent. 
and I want to know if you've heard anything about this. Have you heard from Sune? Leana and the woman who's sort of like giggling at something that Ariadne said, uh, like jumps. You may take your leave now. And she like, uh, blushes again and Ariadne very quickly. She sort of presses a kiss to your cheek and goes, this time, make sure you write. And then, uh, flees the room. (laughs) Ari doesn't even get to call after them. They're just like stuck with like, the, the kiss also in panic now because they're like wait lily i this wasn't i just recognized someone <laughs> chris kind of like raises her eyebrow in the direction of ariadne like you're good <laughs> um she turns back to you and says it is true that our lady has been quiet recently, but I would assure you that just because the gods are silent does not mean they cannot hear us. But have you any idea why they may be silent? I'm afraid not. That is something the High Priestess was hoping to have time to look into, but um, we just, we haven't had a moment. Do you know of anyone here in Talonath that's looking into it? Well, um, yes, actually. The monk, well, I, I suppose he's really more of a druid who does most of the research for the Sylvanas Temple. He's been quite excited about all of this. He's something of a historian. He seems to have a lot of opinions, but he's eccentric. I think he's who we've been looking for. Because didn't Valdithas mention a historian in Talonath? Mm, he just kind of mentioned that, like, if Talonath anyone might know, be where to go. Yeah. Okay. Leon kind of says, well, that sounds promising. We were going to Sylvanas after this. Okay. Have you found any negative effects? Are you finding that Sune's presence is less strong? Are you all okay still? She sort of looks to Ariadne, and then she looks to you, and despite her youthful appearance, you can see like a lot of wisdom in her eyes. And she says, I don't know, my dear. Have you felt unlucky in love recently? Leon kind of goes... Galen's holding back chuckles. <laughs> Leon, right, Leon kind of, like, fun. knowingly looks at Ashlina and goes, quite the opposite, actually. Well then, I think that answers your question. <laughs> um, Leon says, okay. Well, I'd like a moment to I guess, speak to Sune if I could. I'd just like a moment with Sune if I could. I feel like this whole time, Gris is probably like half listening, half like touching the flowers and like looking around (laughs) and like just having a good time. Um, 
but I I think she like probably like her ears kind of perked up at, at the sound of another druid, especially at Sylvanas' temple. Um, so hearing Leon say she wants a moment, she kind of turns and she's like, should we go out or do you want us to just walk away or uh, what can we do? How does How does like worship work, Jenny? Does it require like a one-to-one connection with no one else around or how does that work? I'm going to allow Ashlina to answer your question. Okay. Ashlina looks at you for a second and goes, Well, um, I don't mean to be nosy, but have you taken your oaths yet? We, because of the lack of communication, we're trying to make only those who have bound themselves to the goddess, the ones who speak directly to her. I haven't. Yet. How would you can I like to? I would love to. I have been training. I just everything has been. A, I planned on taking the oaths when I got back from a harvest festival, and well, th- things got caught up. <laughs> it seems as if you are not at a harvest festival now, though. <laughs> it's true. And it's quite convenient. You brought your own witnesses and everything, so I'd, I'd be happy to officiate your your oaths. I would love that. Of course. And she, like, stands up and takes you by the hand and leads you to, um, to, to the statue and the altar. Um, she sort of points at the sword on your back and then um, to, to the statue of the woman and says, um, Rest your sword across her lap and kneel and utter your oath and hope that she hears you. Uh, so Leon kind of like gingerly takes the sword um, and she places it on Sune's lap and uh, she kneels. So as, as Leon's doing this, the rest of you, what are you doing? We're supposed to be witnesses, so I guess, like, Chris probably would have, like, followed after Ashlina and maybe is just kind of, like, watching from a short distance away, like, just curious. Mm-hmm. Galen's sort of, like, he's he's doing that thing where, like, you cross your arms and, like, put all your weight on one foot. It's kind of just, like, watching. Just, like, <sighs> I mean, I, I don't really understand, but I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Do your thing, <laughs> And at this point, either, like, right next to them or wherever, like, in sight of um, Leon as well, Ari's just gonna uh, sit down and, like, crisscross and just, like, put their hands on their knees and just, like, stand in in the very neutral, like, pose just to be, like, this is the, like, how you would be present for someone who's taking their oath. Mm -hmm. Yes, I would imagine Ariadne is the only one who's witnessed something similar before. Um... Gris is probably like asking Ariadne questions, <laughs> like, <laughs> trying to figure out what she's supposed to do. <laughs> just trying to design something. I like whisper back up to her if I'm sitting down, like barely turning my head. I'm just go like, just watch, enjoy. It's not about you. <laughs> Gris is like, okay, and then she kind of mimics Ariadne's uh, sitting position. Um. So. Leon, you kneel, and um, Ashlina steps away from you to give you space for your oath. Um, so Leon kneels, and, and she says, uh, 
she kind of like pauses for a moment because this is a little weird for her. She's never had to do this before and she's never witnessed it. Uh, but she knows what she wants to say. And so she says, um, I promise on the grace of Sune, Lady Firehair, Hanali Selenil, to help those lost to dark actions find the redemption of the light. I swear to assist those who have fallen to ascend once more and redeem themselves to the best of my ability. And I swear, with the goddess as my witness, that those who refuse the redemption I deem necessary will meet defeat and destruction by my blade. By this oath, I will live. And she kind of looks to the statue. Right. Um, there's a pause, and Leon, as you kneel before the statue, um, you are met with a familiar sensation, something that you haven't felt in several months. Inside of your head, so quiet you feel you could imagine it, barely louder than a whisper, you hear a woman's voice. Divinity cannot witness the promise of the divine. Okay. Um, Leon is kind of reeling and just thinking like, what? And and she kind of says in her head what, knowing that she won't hear anything back, but like desperately hoping that she will. Um, and does she? You don't, but as you're kind of reeling, um, you feel a hand on your shoulder. You are dressed in your paladin armor, as you felt was appropriate going into the holy city. And the hand on your shoulder, despite it being against your armor, you can still feel it. Like, almost as if it's a warm hand on skin. Ooh. And Ashlina, you realize, is standing next to you. And she whispers, very quietly, just so that you can hear. You heard her, didn't you? Um, Leon looks up at Ashlina and, said, and says, Yes. So quietly, but yes. Then you are among her chosen. And she, like, touches the, um, the shoulder of your armor a little bit tighter and whispers something you can't quite hear, presumably a blessing. She then takes the sword and does the same thing before handing it back to you and says, Guard your oath, sister. And protect Our Lady's grace, and may it protect you. I will. And Leon kind of takes her sword back and puts it back on her hip uh, and turns to the rest of the party and says, Okay. Thanks for watching that. Ari stands back up gingerly, like br- brushes themselves off a little bit. Um, as And as they're doing that, just go, As oaths go, not bad. Um, Sorry. <laughs> so did you... What are we dealing... Are, anything you want to share experiences that might 
I heard her whisper, that's all. A whisper's better than nothing. And Chris kind of stands up and she's like, well, what did she say? Wait, she whispered? I think she's that talking? might be between them. Chris. But she's Thank talking. You. She's Sorry. not... She's not quiet? And that's was my point exactly. Yes. We should go to the Temple of Sylvanas. Well, I guess on the way, can we stop by one of those stalls and maybe uh, get an offering? For you or for Sylvanas? <laughs> <laughs> Grace just kind of makes a face and then whispers, Sylvanas, obviously. <laughs> well, what is the closest temple? Like, is to, to Sune's temple, is Sylvanas, is Gris's deity, or is that like Sea Witch deity the closest? Uh, Sylvanas is going to be closer. Okay. So Leon says, Well, I mean, we're closest to Sylvanas and. I mean, much like here, we, Ari, we don't need an offering because we have Ari. But yeah, I, I mean, we, I, you're more than welcome to. I'm just saying I don't know how useful it'll be, at least based on the status quo as last I left it. Chris is kind of like brow furrowed and she's like, well, I worship Sylvanas too, but I've never been to a temple, but we always make offerings back home then by all means you're like i said welcome to she's like i just i just i feel like i have to so i'd like to take a look and if they don't have anything good i'll use one of my own okay and she like taps her satchel like i got herbs (laughs) leon turns to ashlina and says thank you for everything you are welcome sister and may love bring you joy in good times. And safety in the times that follow. I feel like Leon would echo that back to her. Nice. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> Has the same energy as like uh and Catholics with you. watch. Yeah. Exactly. Watch Star Wars. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the vibe I was going for. Leon yeah. is still very inexperienced. She's like, oh, is that what we're supposed to say? Mm. Okay. <laughs> she does um as you lean she, uh, leave, she leans forward and kisses you on both cheeks. And um then steps away and smiles as as you depart the temple. Um, I just like call back very quickly, just like with a nod and like a thank you for speaking with us, um, and also just uh to say, um, please give Leanna my best. Um wasn't why we came, but uh it was a pleasant surprise. Um so if you are the monk of Sylvanas from half a lifetime ago, um sounds like you already did. <laughs> I was like she talked about why do you know who I am in their head uh, but just gives like a like a like a neutral but respectful like like nod and like oh I'm monkly now and walks away Leon is just looking at Ari like what but doesn't say anything is just looking at Ari like okay uh, I imagine as Gris shuffles shuffles out of the uh, the temple, she probably says like, 
it's very like it's a very beautiful temple to Ashlina and kind of like gives her a little nod and scurries away. As you scurry away, she says, "And you have a very beautiful love, I can tell." <laughs> Gris kind of turns back at her and like beams, and and then kind of like nods her head multiple times and continues walking. <laughs> Galen, as you go to leave, oh no! Ashlina catches your hand and says, <laughs> "Sune has granted you many favors. I can tell." Galen just like gets n- so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone you love is one of her chosen. I'm like having trouble to find my words at this point and I'm, I'm just like sort of like awkwardly holding the stranger's hand it's like okay uh thank, well. thank you and if you see her again maybe show her goddess some more respect okay Galen turns around and like leaves <laughs> As soon as he does, he just lets out like a huge sigh of relief, like, <sighs> like hands on his knees. It's like, and he, he, right like, looks, he looks up to the party and is like, not only did she have a lot to say, uh, but last time I was around a bunch of pretty women like that, I turned into a bird. So it was very scary for me, but glad we're all okay. And he sort of like catches his breath. Well, like hands on his knees like <sighs> okay Leon's like <laughs> if this was the island we stumbled upon do you not think that this very large city would not be found out if they were turning uh, half the population into birds given? Leon there's a lot of trauma around a lot of the experiences on that island <laughs> so that's one could assume that there may be some stress surrounding those memories. Uh, I can appreciate that. Yeah. I yeah. did not like being a bird. I prefer Believe the water. Or not, I'm not surprised by that one, Galen. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> At least you weren't a seagull, your natural predator. Uh. <laughs> Wait, do seagulls exist in this world? I yes, don't know. I'm seagulls so are sorry. absolutely canon. <laughs> Okay. Seagulls exist, but bananas don't. Got it. Okay. Oh no, <laughs> bananas still, jury, exist. Jury's still out on bananas. I thought jury's out. Yeah, jury's, no, jury's still out on bananas. Uh, dolphins don't exist. Anyways, yes, back dolphins. to the to the <laughs> matter at hand. Hi everyone, Victoria here. I play Leon Labelle. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Tabletop Tavern and to quickly remind you of a few things. You can find us on our Twitter at twitter.com slash tabletop tavern underscore. And we also live stream this podcast every single Thursday at 6 p.m. MST, 8 p.m. EST over on twitch.tv slash the tabletop tavern underscore. We would love to see you there. We are so, so happy and 
excited that you're listening to this episode of the podcast but if you ever want to watch us live we are live every single Thursday we would like to remind everyone that if you tweet at us and use the hashtag the tabletop tavern hashtag on Twitter with your theories your fan art or just your recommendations or you know compliments you have the opportunity and chance to be named after an npc so if you use the hashtag the tabletop tavern hashtag on twitter and you at us we may name you after an npc at some point we need to name npcs they need to have names and we would love for you all to be named after npcs for talking about our show and for spreading the word so thank you so much for listening and we hope you enjoy the rest of the episode Uh, you are now standing gathered sort of um, at the end of the walkway that leads from the primary road to the Temple of Sunay. Ariadne presumably knows where the Temple of Sylvanas is. Mm-hmm. Do I remember as we're walking there or uh, I'm leading them there, do I remember like this druid monk that they're talking about? Like, were they there when I was here? Or is it new, a new person? This is a person that you can't remember meeting. Okay. You might have met them, but they were not nearly as notable as the Temple of Sune. That makes complete (laughs) and total sense. (laughs) Like I said, like I said, I wasn't attentive. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, yeah, no, I just wanted to know. Um, So yeah, I just like clap my hands together and I'm like, I, unless you'd rather. And then I like start walking a couple forward. and I'm like, are you going to let me, Leon, is it okay if I start walking first? Leon is like, I don't, I don't know the way. So yeah, <laughs> please, actually, please. <laughs> and Leon kind of walks in step with Ari, I would say. Cool. Um, but then, yeah, then I just I'd start look, looking around and finding my way um, as best I remember. Ariadne leads you down the road, this primary avenue once again. You stop in front of a temple and they gesture to it. Would you like to look at this temple and perceive yes. it, or would you I would like, like to, to not know what it temple, looks like? Yes. <laughs> I would like to perceive. Would, would all like of you like to perceive? perceive? Temple. Yep. Yes. yes. Would you like right. us to roll to perceive, or can or we yes. just perceive? perceive? Well, let's let's get a roll for perception. <laughs> Fifteen. That is a nat one. So. Twenty. You perceive nothing. Eighteen. Leon three, is 21. just caught up from what happened before. <laughs> All right, so Leon, you're a little distracted. Um, the only thing you really notice about the temple is you're like, oh, dirt. Um, <laughs> Galen, you uh, you can see a temple made of stone, sort of covered in various lichens and leaves and like ivies and stuff. You're not really sure what it what's going on there. I sort of um, look down to Gris and I look back at the temple and I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> there are several large trees that stand in front of the temple as it looks like whoever runs this temple has actually ripped up some of this flat paving stone that covers the rest of the ground to expose just plain dirt beneath it. There's moss growing over the dirt and these trees have just sort of erupted from it. They stand much taller than anything you've ever seen. These are the tallest trees you've ever seen in your life very easily. Uh, Ari, you see a temple that looks nearly exactly as you remember it. It is made of rough-hewn stone with vines creeping along the sides. Um, 
they are, despite the fall weather, as lush and as green as they would be in springtime. Mm-hmm. The paving stones have been removed, which you remember from the last time as well. Although before they were sort of stacked up against the side of the temple, they have been now fully sort of removed from the presence mm-hmm. altogether, hidden away from view. The large trees that stand in front of it are, as you have come to know, thousands of years old, at least judging from their thick uh, trunks and sturdy branches. You mm-hmm. actually climbed one of those trees I the last time say. you were here and got in quite a bit of trouble as apparently they are sacred and <laughs> on my life, Ariadne, if you do that again, I will cut your head off. <laughs> um, oh. The temple is partially obscured by this foliage. Gris, you notice the trees for the briefest of moments but are distracted by the stall right in front of the walkway that leads to the temple because, oh my god, God, it's beautiful. Mm. The stall, hang on, let me pull up a, a description, is one of these small kind of transportable vendor stalls that, that you've seen quite a few of. Mm-hmm. It's got a green colored awning and sitting beneath it, surrounded by some of the most beautiful herbs you have ever seen, is an elderly woman. Roll an insight check. Oh, heck yeah. Oh shit, do I notice this stall too? Oh no, I got a four. (laughs) Roll again, you're rolling with advantage. Okay. Barely better a nine. (laughs) We're gonna call it good enough. Four is definitely better than a nine. This is an elderly elven woman. She wears a shawl wrapped over her head and her eyes are clouded and blind. But she smiles as you take in her stall and um, sort of reaches out for your hand. Yo, is she familiar? She's very yeah. familiar. Oh, yes. Yes. Wide. yes. Gris Gris kind of immediately like runs rushes up to the stall and like grasps her hand and like both of her hands and just says like hello again. Wade. She's smiling at you, but as she holds her hands, she's kind of like rubbing her her thumbs over your palms. She she gets a little bit sad, and she says to you in Sylvan, um, "Did you use my gift?" Gris kind of nods enthusiastically, and then remembers, and she's like, "Yes, um, I did, and it helped me find my husband." Thank you. Her face is still sma- sad as she um. Continues to touch your palms and then lets go and says, I thought, I thought you would. And, uh, Galen, you noticed Gris running towards the stall, but, um, because of the distance between you and the stall, her body is kind of obscuring whoever's seated at the stall, but she seems very excited. I'm just assuming she saw mushrooms and therefore excited. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Can I walk over to Gris just so that, like, I don't know, unaccompanied minor vibes. Gris is very small. I don't want them to get lost. Unaccompanied minor. <laughs> Damn, but. <laughs> yeah, all right. So you walk up to Gris and you see this elderly elven woman. She... I recognize this woman, yes. Yes. And okay. as you sort of realize who she is, she lets go of Gris's hand and holds out a hand to you as well. I take her hand. She's holding it, and she leans towards Gris and whispers in Sylvan, um, Warm 
but not too warm. Good. And Gris kind of uh, raises an eyebrow and she's like, he's off the sun drop. <laughs> I know. <laughs> His destiny is not to burn. Not now. And let's go of his hand. Galen, you couldn't understand a word they said. Chris, what did she say? <laughs> you didn't know. That's I don't speak Sylvan. Uh, okay. Chris kind of chuckles and, <laughs> and turns to Galen and she's like, she said warm, but not too warm. Good. And then she said, your destiny is not to burn. How does she know so much? Okay. Not yet. <laughs> Everyone here knows way too much about me than I know about myself. <laughs> this is scary. Um, but Galen sort of turns to the woman and is like, thank you again for a second chance. She just kind of blinks up at you, clearly not understanding anything that you said. Chris, can you translate for me? <laughs> is this like a street we can walk on together? <laughs> Gris kind of squints and nods and, and tells her and Sylvan uh, that Galen is, is grateful and says thank you. And then mm. she she kind of the inevitable oh. is not within my nature, but he is welcome. Gris kind of nods and decides not to translate this over. <laughs> but she uh, she kind of turns back to her and again and Sylvan says I can't go back by the way I know but maybe you can someday Chris kind of looks down furrows her brow again and she's like I want to ask you so many questions but I don't have time and she's like I certainly hope so you can hope. That doesn't change the outcome. Chris kind of nods, and I, like I imagine, like a little bit of a chill probably goes up her spine because she's like everything that this woman has ever said has been, like, <laughs> yes, unequivocally correct. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris kind of, I imagine, is like now kind of looking at her wares, and she's like, "Well, I need to impress Sylvanas." I've never been to his temple before. And she kind of scratches her head and and uh, tries to find something that she thinks will be a good offering. She places her hand as you're sort of like looking through her, her hand on, on your hand as you're sort of looking through her, her wares. And um, you look to her and she shakes her head and she goes, he is far too easy to impress. You are fine. <laughs> Chris kind of like frowns and then then smiles and she's like true <laughs> I was like we've we haven't like made any grand offerings back home and it's been it's always been like a good like good relationship with Sylvanas and so she once again like touches the hand that the woman has placed on hers and just says well I see you again Our stories are not done. And Gris goes to walk away, but before she like completely heads back to the rest of the party, she turns back around and she's like, do you know anything about the gods going silent? 
Have you noticed it? I cannot give you the answers you are looking for. <laughs> Grace kind of like, like I imagine like, you know, fiddles with her hands a little like, hmm. And then she nods and says, I'll see you soon. <laughs> and then heads back to the rest of the party. Does this lady have a tip jar on her stall? <laughs> no. Or anything? No? Okay. She doesn't even have a coin bag to put money in. <laughs> mm. Oh, well. As Gris is heading back, I feel like oh. Leon and Ari are kind of standing next to each other. Probably, yeah, like, I feel like just Leon been would be standing them, on the stairs yeah. watching. Um, and I feel and like as Leon they're doing would... that, in this whole time, I want to lean over to Leon and just yeah. kind of go like, now, I don't know, uh, it's been a while, but I'm mm. still pretty certain that these monks will not be nearly as fun as I am. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I know. I f a lot of them are just like really. <laughs> and Leo kind of does like a stuck up motion, and that's coming from me. Ari, um, <laughs> and looking at Ari do uh, at Leon do these movements, they just stare confused, not getting like the meaning or the subtext, and then just go, "Are those paladin movements? Uh, we don't learn those. It's that's stuck up. It's stuck up. It's for being stuck up." <laughs> and Leon kind of points to the stall and is like, is that the one that helped Galen? Oh, yeah. I think that's the one that helped Galen. Well, I'm they seem to be getting on a lot better than last time. I mean, Galen's walking this time. And I'm not carrying him. Perks. Positives. Mm -hmm. Good things. And uh, Leon just kind of waits for, for Gris and and Galen to get back. As they as they walk back, um, does Gris have time to like ask Galen about what she said to him? Yeah. Or okay. So she kind of turns to Galen and she's like, "Does that mean anything to you? The warm thing?" So my immediate thought was, uh, this time when I met her, I'm not burning alive from the inside out. <laughs> so I thought she was just being a sweet old lady. Um, but I also don't know. Maybe it's a B thing. The last, the last uh, uh, person at the temple mentioned B, so, and I, I'm seeing a pattern. Um, <laughs> maybe I should. I don't know. It's a lot. <laughs> Chris kind of like gets nervous and starts sweating a little bit. Chris kind of chuckles. And uh, kind of like touches her back briefly. Um, she's kind of remembering that she still has the sun drop. Um, and she's like, I think it could be the sun drop thing, but the destiny bit could be more. The but destiny bit is for... concerning. <laughs> <laughs> and Gris just nods and she says, Proud of you for letting that go. And just kind of gives him a nod. Thank you, Chris. It honestly wasn't easy, but I've had good help. Um, she nods and she she's like, I've been carrying Sundrop just in case this whole time. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, but I think I'm going to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a great idea. And then she like kind of squints her eyes and she's like, don't touch my back. 
I it goes back to her like. <laughs> um, at this point, you arrive at your friends who are waiting for you on the temple stairs. Um, the entrance to the temple is not nearly as grand as that of Sune. It's much more practical. It does seem kind of open air, and um, a few vines kind of like flutter in the breeze from the doorway. Um, as you all stand there, uh, a, a man w- walks through, and he uh, he's a he's a wood elf like Ariadne. Ariadne, you recognize him. <laughs> you actually liked this guy the last time you saw him. His name is Adia. Mm-hmm. And from what you remember, uh, he's just kind of relaxed. He seems relaxed now, too, dressed in robes very similar to yours, and uh, smiles when he sees you. Ariadne. Adia. Well, aren't you a sight for sore eyes? What's it been, two weeks? Give or take. (laughs) I I don't know, 40 years or so? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Uh... I'm surprised to see you here. This doesn't seem particularly your style. No, it's not any more my style than it was last time, and not even half the fun to be had this time, because you know who I am. Um, But we do need some help. So you're telling me you didn't stop by uh, any other temples on your way here? Oh, I'm not saying that, but... uh... (laughs) That's the Ari I know. Would you like to come in? We can... Talk inside. You brought friends. They seem. Nice. I did. Um, this is, and they, they like stand awkwardly, and they're like, "I have never had to introduce." Leon usually does the introducing. Like, oh, this is Leo, um, Lady. I'm the Lady Leon. Leon this is Grace. <laughs> She's a halfling, and that's Galen, and he does water stuff. <laughs> water. Water stuff. Uh, there's a girl who does water stuff. She's she's interesting. She's uh, over at the the storm maidens. Um, the the wave makers. The uh, yeah, I think we we've heard a bit about. We keep that, hearing about, about that. I I don't I don't know anything. Is it Umberly? <laughs> Chris. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Ah, oh, God. Sorry. There's but, a lot of names to keep track of. I believe honestly, me. I understand. Yeah. But yes. By all 45 means. Forty-five um, years behind on the reading. Yeah. Yeah, listen, it's dance. I don't- I would not get through that if I were you. I would honestly just make someone else do it. Well, and they made me assistant to the head researcher, and he's just- I- Honestly, That's- they ma- I'm sorry, they made you, I, baby. I've been Assist- here a long- a long time. I, humans die so quickly. I think that I mean, it's just- that's it's true. I guess by ver- I guess by virtue of being around, you're gonna know more than they do. Yeah, exactly. Come on in, come on in. Uh, yes, uh, please lead the way. Uh, he welcomes you into the temple. It seems relatively informal. The floors, you realize, are made of sort of oak, but it's almost as if it's living, as if kind of the the branches of a tree have woven together to form this floor. Um, the ceiling overhead is covered in pine needles, and you realize that these are just living tree branches that have also woven together to form the roof, despite the sort of stone outside of this temple. There's no real altar, but a variety of different people sit um, cross-legged on the floor, some reading texts, others involved in conversation. In the corner of the room, you notice a small sort of sunken area that appears to have been filled with water. On top of it sits lily pads, and a few frogs sort of jump between them. Mm. 
that um that we we added that recently actually i, I don't know how long uh how long ago it's um uh there, there's no temple for eldeth and there's a lot of overlap with the pilgrims so we just i mean fair enough it seems practical chris kind of strange. and they're very cute and she's like Elsa, they are cute, yeah. that's so wonderful she kind of like looks at the frogs like I want to talk to the frogs. I, I, I lean down to Gris a little bit, just chuckling. I'm like, you can go look at the frogs, dearie. And Gris is like, big smile. And she kind of walks over. And as she walks over, she, I think this is like the first time that Gris feels like really relaxed. And she kind of is like squirming her toes to like feel the, the like the oak beneath. And she probably did the same outside when she felt the dirt. And she just like is probably inhaling deeply. Like when you smell like fresh baked cookies, like that's probably Gris in this temple. And she just is like, yes. And then I imagine she like bends down to, to look at the frogs. Uh, would you like to? Um... You know I was gonna do it, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I right. turn to Adi and go, you'll get a kick out of this. <laughs> and, and Gris kind of, She's like trying to decide if it's inappropriate to like turn into a frog and like talk to the frogs <laughs> or if she should just use like uh what beast bond or animal friendship and she's like As Gris is considering this idea kind of like leans over to um Ariadne and says, "Oh. Yeah, I've seen I've seen this before. Um <laughs> I've I've seen yeah I've seen this one before. Um, uh, I mean, brother brother Wildfern does this kind of shit too. I mean, research wise, you won't get a better first source, but seems a bit extreme. You know, that's that's what he says as well. Uh... <laughs> I think at that point, Gris has wild shaped into a frog. <laughs> All right, uh, you're kind of vibing. Like... <laughs> the frogs are looking at you. <laughs> can I uh, ask them some things? <laughs> yeah, you can. You can talk to them. She's like Gris is like half like. Are these other druids? Are these real frogs? <laughs> and she's just like, "Hello, nice to meet you. I'm Gris." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and she's like. You know Elda and Sylvanas? <laughs> Chris is, is not is like frog nodding deeply. And she's like Eldos Elda Eldos created us. We worship him here. <laughs> Chris is like hmm. And she kinda like I imagine like sinks her body like closer to like the lily pad and kind of a like reverent motion and like does her version of like praying to Eldath and like Chris paying respects as a frog <laughs> yeah what? she's not rude <laughs> oh my god and then when she's finished she's like I just have to pay my respects good to meet you all oh. Be wow, and oh, then Chris Wild shapes back tell, into her. Tell Wildfern we say hello. Everyone <laughs> flies. Chris says Wildfern. Okay, I'll let them know. And then she Wild shapes back into a human. <laughs> I just lean down and I go, "Did you make some new friends, Chris?" Well, I had to pay my respects to Eldath and thought I'd say hello to the frogs. It just felt right, you know. 
Fair enough. Leon kind of <laughs> leans over to, uh, his name is Adia, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, sorry. Oh, no. Uh, you get used to it. Gris yeah. kind of turns to, to him and says, wait, the frog said something about a wild fern. Do you know a wild fern? <sighs> Herman Wildfern? I would hope I know him. I met his every beck and call. And Gris is like, uh, the frogs just wanted me to say hello, so... Is he well, <laughs> the researcher that you're the assistant to? Yeah. He's a weird dude. I mean, I like him just fine. He just, uh, he's a little intense for my sake. He got this we... book recently, and he's just been, it's a whole thing. Can we speak to him? Yeah, that's actually, not that I don't love seeing your lovely mug, but, um, that is why we came. <clears throat> well, Ariadne, as you know, uh, we run kind of on a barter system around here. Do you have any authorings for your good friend Adia? Maybe um, something a little stronger than the, the water they serve at the temple? <laughs> Does oh, I don't. Uh, and I look at him just like a little Riley and I go, Oh, I don't know. I would never encourage you to break, you know, protocol. Ariadne, please. And I fish out my, my flask and I toss it over to him in a little flourish. But is it your normal flask or your mini flask? No, it's my normal flask. I'm not giving this man's a, a miniature. The tiny flask. <laughs> tiny flask is for Ari only. He holds up a finger and takes like a really long, like drawn out slug from this. Uh, looks so at make it. sure I visit you more often then. And then he takes it again, and he, he drinks it a long time again. Screws the cap on back on, and hands it on to hands it back to you, and says, "Or at least send mail." Um, <laughs> I I I take a swig, and then as I'm putting it back, I'm like, "Great, I'll add you to the mailing list." I guess I'll have to figure out packages. Are they by weight? Um, and it's just like I I'm stuck in that 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 train of thought like, now. Sorry. Leave me and my trains of thought alone. <laughs> so at this point, he uh, he nods to you all and says, uh, "Follow me." And uh, I'm sorry if he comes off a little weird. He's he's nice. He's just uh, very focused on his current project. Um, so are he leads you down a hallway that's also made of these kind of interwoven pine trees. Uh, branches, though the ground beneath your feet has once again transformed to soft dirt. Incredibly soft. Gris, this is just absolute heaven for you. You wish that all dirt felt this good. It feels <laughs> warm. You can feel like the love of the earth around your feet. You're just, you are in druid heaven. Okay, you are just, you are having the time of your damn life. Um, Chris is like, she's really like, mm, I'd like to take a nap on this dirt. <laughs> Leon is like, have they considered flooring? Is this place Hope you brought a handkerchief, Leon. Chris, Chris like, reaches out to grab Leon and she's like, don't you say that. It's Sylvanas' temple. <laughs> she's suddenly become a very devout Sylvanas worshiper. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a religious experience, Chris. Um, oh, yeah. Leon's like, like casually point. casting prestidigitation every time she notices like a speck of dirt on her shoe because you can oh clean God. like one cubic meter of something so she's just like casually casting prestidigitation whenever there's like too much dirt on her thigh highs <laughs> meanwhile Chris's feet are probably like <laughs> she's buried them and is slashing through the dirt probably 
you know, uh, we, um, we don't tell pilgrims this, but you can actually heal yourself with that stuff. Be sure to take a vial or something. Any friend of Ariadne is a friend of mine. Uh, oh, over here. And he, uh, he, like, sort of gestures and, um, the, the branches to your right suddenly pull apart and reveal uh, a fairly normal sort of library. It's got wooden floors. These are sort of more planks or beams than anything else. Um, mm -hmm. And large windows that let in lots of natural light. However, a breeze seems to carry through it as if there's a wind source within the room. Um, there's only one person in this sort of small library area. Seated in the center of the room on a very high chair at a regular height table um, is a halfling mm -hmm. man. He looks to be about Gris's age, actually. And uh, his feet are bare and similarly dirty. He's got a pair of tiny little glasses perched on the tip of his nose. And he's very involved in a book. He's sort of mouthing to himself whatever it is he's reading. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Herman? The man doesn't look up. He's still, like, very much involved in, like... <laughs> Chris, Chris kind of, like, clears her throat. <coughs> the frogs say hello! And kind of, like, looks down. <laughs> You've spoken with Emitron and Gargasol? <laughs> Chris is like, is that their names? I wasn't there quite long enough to get their names, but yeah. I had to pay my respects to Eldath and say hello to the frogs. Adia, <clears throat> who have you brought to see me? Oh, um, <clears throat> uh, uh, Take a Mr. step this forward is... to, like, meet Adia and, like, be the face of our group for a sec. This is, uh, Ariadne. They're, um, they, they, uh, they're, they're a monk of Sylvanas, uh, like me, and, uh, they've brought some friends. That one's a, um, you'd like her. She's a druid. She, yeah, frogs. Um, uh, they have questions for you. I'm gonna. I gotta. Uh, I gotta go. Um, uh, Ariadne, nice to see you. Remember what I said about mail. And if you want to give me anything on your way out, I, I will be forever in your debt. <laughs> I um. I like pat his shoulder and just go like lean over and go as well spoken as ever. And then I like uh fish the flask out of the like the back like pocket or whatever. And I can't. It's like just don't. Like, let me leave without it. And then just go. <laughs> you got it. And he, like, leaves <laughs> as he's uncorking the flask. Um, the man, meanwhile, has gone back to his book, seeming to, like, not be all that interested in talking to you. Mm -hmm. Leon. Herman, I heard Adia say your name was, um, we're sorry to disturb you on your very important research, but we were hoping you could help. Oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot. I just uh No, not at all. I'm 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 certain uh what you're working on is quite important. We just were hoping to get oh, to Oh, very it. important. Very important. And I just I I have to return this book to uh to Freyland very soon and I don't want to have to uh To Valdifus, perhaps. We Oh, uh, yes. Him. Yeah, yeah. Uh He actually wrote me a letter sent recently. Us. Yeah, he oh. sent us this way hoping you could help us uh find some answers. At this point, uh, he's kind of like wiggling his way out of the chair, and he, t he takes the book, seems to mark his page, tucks it as under his arm, and uh, drops down from the chair. Um, he is a halfling man, 
uh, like I said, about Gris's age, um, he has dark skin and uh, his hair is long and sort of pulled back into a ponytail. Um, he's got lots of wrinkles and smile lines. And uh, with one arm kind of tucked around the book, he, he reaches out the other arm and uh, extends his hand towards you and goes, <clears throat> Herman Wildfern, at your service. Um, I give a little bow, I take his hand uh, and go, Ariadne and Kailta. Uh, I'm from the temple over in the Sea of Trees, so I've I've only been here once, uh, much before you you were. So our paths have not crossed as of yet. Oh, I love the Sea of Trees. Grew up there, spent some time there. Uh, made a few friends. I have a buddy who lives out there in a different druid circle. Like him a lot. Like him a lot. I haven't talked to him in a long time. He got married or something. Lots of busy guy. Busy guy. Uh, uh, I'm sorry Chris- that earlier. Chris kind of reaches her hand out, like, wanting to, like, make a friend. And she's like, Chris Littlefoot, nice to meet you. Oh, you're the druid. It's good to meet you. You're good to meet Where Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Dreamer's Grove. (gasps) You don't say. Do you? Littlefoot. Littlefoot. (gasps) No. You wouldn't be the pretty girl that Rish was all into all those years ago. Gris like blushes she's like the very same (laughs) oh it's so good to meet you it's so good I've heard a lot about you a lot about you very good like like you I I like your husband he's he's a good man good man very smart Gris nods enthusiastically and says absolutely I imagine y'all probably exchanged a lot of knowledge over time Oh yeah, nobody reads like him. Love, love that he loves books as much as I do. Very good to just sit with him and read it. He would like this book I'm reading. I think, I think he would. Chris is like, do you mind telling me what it's called? Maybe oh, I can send it his way. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so this one is called uh, Songs from the Sea of Trees. I like it quite a bit. It's a, it's a good book. Chris's eyes go wide and says, "How cute, yeah." You don't say. We've referenced that book recently. Oh, yeah, uh, it's real good. Uh, Valdith is once at the back. I guess it's real popular. Says a client really needs it. Uh, uh, who's your friend? Tall went skinny. Too skinny. Everyone this says is... I'm too skinny. Well, have you this tried is our, This is our friend Galen. He's not from around here, but is just as invent- invested in seeking your help. Oh, yeah, lots of tritons aren't from around here. Uh, uh, wait, wait, There's, there's more of me? Oh, I mean, there's the girl over at the, the Temple of Umberley. She's got a little bit of an attitude, but she's nice. But she's <laughs> yes. she's she's a full one. You you look like you're about half. Uh, I would say on your father's side, judging by the ears, but the human face, no teeth. You get wet when you when you get wet. Do the teeth come out? I just look at Ariadne and I go, "Does everybody know everything about me?" And I, oh. what, what is it that obvious? <laughs> oh, don't worry, child. I know everything about everyone. You need to drink less. I- <laughs> not not you, not you. No, yeah. Oh. Um, I just uh as he's going on, I just go, don't worry, I know more about you than I care to, so there's the balances. And then as he says that ad- addressed to me, I'm like, uh Alright. Alright, I don't th- I don't see how my quanti- I don't see how my habits are yeah, there's truly it's I feel like it's quite fine for my metabolism. And it just keeps lilting up. Gris trying to like jump in and like save Ariadne, but also kind of curious. He's like, wait. 
Brother Wildford, did you say that Valdithas had a client that needed that book? Oh yeah, something about uh, about the uh, the the song on uh, page five hundred and forty-three. Uh, you want to hear it? It's good. Absolutely, because I think we might have been those clients. Oh, yes. coincidence! Uh, Sylvanas works in mysterious ways. Sends his worshippers, mm. brings some extras. That one. Uh, don't let her catch anything on fire. She looks like her magic spicy. Uh, <laughs> Leo's like sort of laughs at that and is like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. She I turn to Leon and just go, yes, do please remember that I- anything you do here might cause a forest fire in a quite it's- literal sense. I wasn't planning on lighting a library on fire. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. You get the trident. He can just put it out. Uh, mm. At this point, he's like, he's he has just set the book on the floor and is sort of flipping through it. And he's like, uh, it's, no, no, mm. that one's good, but no. Ari just follows his lead and sits back down and takes the like cross-legged neutral pose again. It's just like waiting. <laughs> okay, so uh, here's the thing. Okay, um, I'm not sure this one's complete. There's maybe two lines missing. Somebody's ripped out the bottom of the page. I don't know where it went, but uh, <clears throat> what is with defacing library books all of a sudden? Well, that's why you shouldn't lend your books out to other people. One time, I gave I gave Reese a book and. Uh, to be fair, it was mostly blank pages, but I, I really liked it. And then he turned it into some kind of journal and uh, never really saw that again. <laughs> All of his chicken scratch up in it. You know, uh, we used to... Uh, it's fine. Uh, Gris, you you tell that husband of yours that he's got to come visit and he's got to uh, bring me a new journal. Okay? All right. <laughs> Gris just <laughs> nods fervently, re- recognizing that she probably has the very same journal in her bag right now. <laughs> Two or three pages. Ah, okay, right here, right here. This is this is the one Valditha said uh, you might have wanted her here. I don't know. Real popular book. <clears throat> it's called. Uh, mm, sorry, my Elvish is a little rusty here. Uh, <clears throat> Would you like some help? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can, yeah, I I'm more than ha- happy to. Are you sure? You are you sure? You want you want the you want the. Okay, yeah, uh, here, and he, like, sort of, like, steps to the side pretty awkwardly, shuffling his feet a little bit as he does so, um, and looks up at you and, and points at the page, and is like, oh, can you, uh, can you, uh, you, uh, read that one for me? Of course, Buster. Um, and I, like, scoot myself over, like, pick myself up and just, like, locomotion myself over and a little crab-like, um, and uh, read over, like lean over and clear my throat enough so that there's still space that he's like he can still be close to the book. So I'm like, oh, I'm not encroaching on your space, sir. But I'm leaning over and I'm looking at the page, so I clear my throat and I read or tr- translate, read the the poem, the song. All right, I can. Uh, the song is for you in general. Thanks. At the bottom of the page, you do notice that it is torn. Someone has removed the last okay. bit of this this poem. Okay, awesome. Um, I just so I clear my throat. And I pop in and say, "Um, my, you'll forgive the meter, the translations there. You'll understand." Um, the song of the lizard who swallows the sun. The smoke clears. The battle's won. A false ending. Story not yet done. The prince of darkness won't ask twice. Victory cannot be bought, and magic comes with a price. She who fell once more ascends, fractured promise to make amends. The sky turns dark, the shadows grow. Betrayal reaps what it did sow. 
and there's a bit missing, as Herman said, but that's the gist of it. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a good that's a good translation. Uh, if you ever want any work, the uh, my assistant. I mean, he speaks Elvish. He just uh, he's lazy. He's lazy. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's more he, interested he, in the girls over at the Sune Temple, all that. So it's not changed much, but I'll uh, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I I uh, think maybe the uh, Shanti people got their uh, their their ideas right with the whole uh, and the the vow of celibacy or whatever. I don't know. I don't. Know. Okay. Uh is that is that uh what you were looking for? Do you think uh, it does in think- fact sound like the story that I had heard as a as a kid, but um I did not remember it being. Quite so ominous, and I hook up at Leon. Leon again, just like... I, I go again. These are ch- ch- children's songs. Oh yeah, well you know the uh, you what elves you you raise your kids real real tough. <laughs> yeah, I like just chuckle and I go like, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but I go uh, to Leon. It's unfortunate we don't have the last two lines, but I I mean that's certainly more than enough to go on for now. It's a good place to start, absolutely. And Boy. and she she looks to him and she says, "We're here for another reason." Oh, I like reasons. I, I like questions that I can answer. What what can I what can I help you with? What can I do you for? The gods have gone quiet. And oh, we're yeah, trying to figure out why. Yeah, and we were yeah. told that you are doing the most research on it. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't I? I mean, uh Sylvanus, uh, you know, we, we need him. He makes the trees and the uh, forest and uh, the deer and stuff. I, I don't I don't want to, you know, he's, he's quiet. Tree father is a problem. You know, tree, tree father's blessings give us uh, give us everything we need. Um, uh, so, yeah. Uh, part of well, what we've... Go for it, go for it. Oh, I was just say I interrupt and go. And part of what we've discovered is it, it it's unfortunately not just Sylvanus. And as I'm um, sure, I, I don't know if you've maybe met some of the others that I at, at my temple but Alora or a, a bunch that may have even traveled here to speak with you about it um before we even knew it was a problem oh yeah well uh you know it's uh it's not the first time this has happened it's just uh men didn't think it was gonna happen again it's not well mm. I mean there is the fall from grace and whatever uh but that's, there's uh, so little literature about that all we could oh. find was a book about, um, sorry, I'm <laughs> Petrosil and Tefine and how Shantae got her seat back, but it was a very vague book and it, it also did not include instructions. Which so are we're trying to find out what happened. Yeah, we're trying to find oh. out what happened in the last fall and well, whether or uh, not. You know, I've done a little bit of reading on this, and uh, here's the thing, though, is that uh, Veldita, she keeps a, he keeps a nice library, but he uh, sells a lot of books for one man, and uh, he's uh, he's quite busy, so I, I you know, he uh, he needs some time to find books. I uh, I found a couple. There's not many. Um, uh, as far as I know, it was um, uh, this uh, this dark moment in the history of the gods where uh, those who fell from the heavens were forced to uh, to climb back up into them or uh, be be forgotten entirely, you know. Um, uh, uh you, you know, like very few of them even have names that uh that can be recalled, let alone recognized, let alone worshipped. You know, there's so if uh, they if these uh if these gods were 
um, forced to ascend again. Is am I to take it that they chose to fall? I I had always assumed it was a rather unwilling event. Oh no, I'm sure they did not. They did not choose to fall. Nobody, no no god chooses not to uh, to be to be worshipped. You know, uh, there's uh because uh, when when you fall, uh, people uh, they they forget you eventually. Whereas you know, there's uh I mean, there's a few crazy enough to worship a fallen god, but uh, I mean, they exist. You know, there, there's a mm-hmm. few of them, my child. Uh, I mean, there's uh, there's a few that even believe that their uh, their god still walks uh, this this plane, and if they find them, they can be returned to their sheets um, under heaven. But uh, I don't know; those are uh, those are some weirdos who, who think that. I I only know one really. Well, yeah. Um, would you mind telling us about him, considering that if. If you're saying that them falling is them getting forgotten, well, if they're not forgotten, then they may not be gone. Oh yeah, so uh, there's this uh, there's there's this guy. He uh, he lives out in the, the sea of trees. He lives in this old temple. He's uh one of them little goblin fellers. Real strange, real weird. Uh, looks like a little bit like a raisin. Yeah, you got raisins where you come from. Uh, What's the raisin? It's uh, you take a grape and you dry it out. It's oh. a worse. Ver- it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a worse, the dried up version, old version of of what could have been perfectly good wine. That was yeah. that was my next question. Thank you. I Lauren. quite like I quite like them, raisins that is. Oh, they're okay, and you know he's a he's an okay guy. I've met him a time or two. I uh, used to send uh, the young monks out to go check on him because I was uh, a little bit worried about. Uh, you know, the goblins, they don't live real long. Want to make sure that, uh, you know, there's somebody to sweep the temple when he's gone and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, couldn't say if he's alive or dead now, though. He's, uh, wasn't real nice to them. Real, real unkind. He liked to throw things, curl Who insults. Who did he worship? Oh, Tefine. He, uh, he loves Tefine. A little, little hard to tell if he, uh, he loves her like a worshiper or like a lover. It's, you know, the weirdos, they, they, uh, they take strange traits on, but he, he's a, he, he seems to think that he, uh, he can, he can find her on this plane. It seems to be his, uh, his only purpose, you know, what? and Goblin, his age should be dead by now, but I guess, uh, we all have our callings, you know, he, uh, he's fine. His, uh, his name, oh god, his name, uh, starts with an M, starts with an M, um, uh, Mung, Mung, Dong, Mung, Mung, Mung sounds right, Mung, Mung sounds right, uh, you just you go out to the the forest and uh, you follow the footpath. The uh, the the footpath is Sylvanas. Should be easy enough to find for a wood elf. And then you uh, you go out there and uh, be ready to bat away any shoes or uh, apples or whatever he chooses to throw at you. You know, I I haven't had a chance to talk to him about this because frankly he's a little crazy. But uh, if you get anything good, be sure to write. Uh, we'll definitely keep that in mind if we're out. That way, we'll stop in and check and see if he has any more information, but... As for these others, do you have... Do you have any other suggestions for... Preventing and or restoring... What is currently happening? Mm. Well, that's the thing, Ariadne, is that when you're in research, you do the research and then you sort of, uh... You, uh... You find the solution after you've done the- I don't have the answers, no. Herman, Leon <laughs> says, 
The gods we worship today, mm. did they usurp the old gods? Well, uh, it depends. Not really. It's more that the gods fell and those that couldn't climb were replaced and uh, some of them had children that took their place. Uh, Sune, she she does just fine. She's still got her elven name and everything. You know, she she fell and she got right back up there. I mean, I think it has more to do with maybe how much people respect their ideals, too. Jafine's problem is nobody likes fate. Destiny is hard to enjoy, knowing you can't change the outcome. True. And Leona's just kind of like nodding, thinking. She says, okay. Well, I... I guess our next step is probably figuring out why... Well, I guess we would want to talk to that goblin. Mm, yeah, probably. He's, uh... Well, you know, let me know how it goes. And, uh... If if you find anything interesting, be sure to uh let me know. And uh Littlefoot, if you uh if you that husband of yours doesn't write me soon, I'm gonna show up in Dreamer's Grove myself and start throwing things too. Chris kinda <laughs> chuckles and she's like, I'll make sure to tell him to give you give you a shout. And and then uh Gris got that paper back from Valdithis, right? That they tore out of the book? Yes. Could it mayhap match the torn paper? Oh no, and, babe. Okay. No, uh, do you pull it out to check? The song, right? Yeah. Can I pull it out to check? You pull it out to check, and Herman's eyes go wide. Oh, oh, that came out of the book. Oh, Gris. Oh, little foot. Oh, you little foot's always ticking things. Oh, it wasn't act. It was in fact. You'll be surprised to hear Valdithis who uh committed the atrocity. I'm very little... surprised, but it was an emergency, so... I tried okay. to give it back to him, and, and he said I would need it again, so here we are. Ooh, he said, you need, do you need the, uh, do you need... And at this point, he's like, ooh, ooh. He's looking at the book, he's looking at the song, and he uh, puts one hand on another page to kind of break the book, and slowly rips out the page <laughs> with the song of the, the lizard that swallows the song. Son, Leon holds like, her hand making a it. pained expression the entire time. He takes it, he puts it in Leon's hand, and he sighs defeatedly. Ari just face, put, like, brings a, a hand to their face and just gives this deep sigh, and then just looks back at Leon and goes, This is the second time mm -hmm. you've forgotten that I have parchment to copy it onto. Mm -mm. <laughs> Gris is like, when well, Leon is now wrong, you have to have the original, it's very important. Leon... Um, I can, I can, I believe it's been a minute, but I can copy it down accurately. Oh, it's okay. Uh, you know, we we know what the handwriting looks like. I'll just have the idea work the next couple days to illuminate some new pages for this. I he think that's like a good it, task but... for him. Keep an eye on his marginalia, though. He can get carried away. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I gotta go back to reading this book. Uh, it's been real good to see you. Very. Uh, thank you for your help. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Easy. No problem. Easy to answer questions. Uh, write a letter if you ever need help, and uh, if I uh, get around to opening it, I'll, I'll open it. <laughs> that sounds like a good philosophy to have. Chris kind of chuckles and, and uh, places her torn path back in her satchel. Okay, bye. 
<laughs> and he like Leon, shoes you out of the room. <laughs> Leon takes the other piece of paper and takes out that notebook that she had written stuff in the last time when they were in the library and kind of puts the paper in there and puts that back in her bag of holding. Oh, and if you five, if Mung happens to know the last two words, the last two lines of that prophecy, uh, song, whatever, uh, send it to me. Will do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. We've. I'm done. <laughs> I guess they shuffle out of the door. Um, yeah. I can I look around and see if I spot Idea. Yeah, Idea's leaning outside of the door, and he hands you back an empty flask and says, "Sorry." <laughs> it's fine. I'll make some more. You look like you needed it. There's got to be an enchantment for that, right? To make it endless. Oh, here's the thing, buddy. Uh, only Sylvanas's uh, chosen can really get the uh, the alcohol in here. And uh, I try to every time I try to leave. Uh, Herman's got a new task, so uh, I'll be out uh, here yeah, in fifty uh, years. Uh, <laughs> get my own temple. It'll be fine. Uh, yeah, about that. Um, he's gonna make you copy down a whole lot of stuff, so just uh, get ready. You know. Oh God! What maybe the hell, are you? Maybe find your stash. I no, it wasn't my suggestion. <laughs> Gris kind of scratches her head, and she's I like, "I didn't know why he wants you to do it." Sorry. Just... <laughs> okay, but he did tear a page out of a book, so. Oh my! God, what did you do to that man? Okay, I gotta go check. Apparently, I promise. Yeah. Oh God! Okay, I, I gotta go check on Herman. Uh, Ariane, good to see you. Uh, if you see another Sune girl, tell them Dia's letters would like to be answered. And uh, uh, yeah, okay. Um, do I nice look like your messenger? But I smile as in like in a in a, a sense of like yeah yeah okay. He gives you like a little punch in the arm and then moves into the <laughs> the room you just left. Um, as they're back in the hallway, can Gris uh, kneel down and grab some of that dirt? In a yes, vial? you can. Okay. Yeah. So she as does that. Yeah, as does Ari, and is just um, uh, is just gonna grab a, it's a cup of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're just gonna put it in their bag but as they're sort of like uh, gathering this up is there any way that I can like I don't know try and reach out or perceive or be like just see what the energy is of, of, of if Sylvanas is there if like there's anything around just in terms of uh, even just like I it's been a while and also if I was here and Delora and, and I didn't try to pray and Laura would f- come find me wherever I was religion check yeah. We've got 15 plus 4, 19. You stop for a moment and kind of do a movement that you've seen Alora do at the temples before. Um, you sort of clear your mind and think a short prayer. It's nothing that they would really say in your temple, but certainly a lot more yeah. than you are used to doing. Um. There's no real response, but the dirt at your knees feels warm. Mm-hmm. And um, as you stand, uh, Leon, standing behind you, realizes that there's quite a bit of dirt sort of that's managed to get lodged in your short sword on your back. Um, Gris, meanwhile, as you you sort of feel something similar. As Ariadne puts this out into the world, the um, the dirt around your feet grows much warmer, and uh, you feel a little bit stronger, as if maybe you are a tree, 
an old, old tree in an old, old forest with the strength of your roots supporting you. Ooh. I imagine Gris just kind of like picks up one foot and then puts it back down to kind of like, wait. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then kind of like smiles slightly. Yeah, Ari just like brush as they're standing back up, like feeling that but not getting the any real response. They like dust themselves off and they're just like in their mind, just like, uh, hope that hope you liked that. Just in their mind to like, ah, they can't hear me, but I'm like, ah, all right, well, at least I did it. Um, but realizing that that sensation, at least they were like, ah, all right, I mean, even if it wasn't for me, it was something. <laughs> um, before they leave, can Gris like place a hand uh, on one of the sides of the temple and just kind of like close her eyes and and just kind of like say probably a quick a quick prayer for like continued healing of the forest and and probably she probably says something about Reese like <laughs> make sure the crops are abundant <laughs> like you can okay. and as you do that you feel that same warm feeling as if there is. Sun-soaked dirt beneath your toes. Cool. Ari whispered, looking up at the really tall trees now on the outside or whatever, um, uh, they just whisper a really, a really quiet, like, hey, sorry for climbing you, like, sorry for climbing you, um, I'm not above temptation, uh, hope you're doing good. Being like, I don't know how else to talk to y'all, so... (laughs) So you've exited the temple? Yeah. All right, so you are now all standing beneath one of these great trees as Ari, like, kind of, like, mutters something to it in Sylvan. Um, From where you're standing, you can see another temple. It's large and quite busy. Um, uh, Ariadne, you recognize it as the temple um, of Ariel, the Frost Maiden who brings the winters. Um, You presume that the pilgrims are presenting offerings to her altar um, in hopes that the coming winter, as it is late fall, will be mild and that she will not Mm. be wrathful. There are so many offerings, in fact, that they spill off of the altar and all the way down the stairs. Um, It's quite busy. However, beyond that, you can see a much smaller building, low, to the ground. Um, it appears to be a sort of shade of shimmering blue, almost opalescent. Leon kind of says, is that that uh, sea god that everyone was talking about? Gris kind of kind of perks up and she's like, oh, I have to, I have to give my offering to Umberly. And she kind of like elbows Galen and says, and you have a lot to give too. Or Galen's eight. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. Well, let's, I wasn't let's planning have... to, but I guess we have to now. Leon you starts to head to in that direction. Water? Is that yeah, Ari just stares in confusion. I'm just like, oh. I just wanted <laughs> to see if it was real salt water, but. Is it? I take one of the vials and I like, are they wide enough for me to like stick a fingertip in it? No. 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 Chug, 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 chug. No, I drink one of the vials. Oh, he's taking salt water shots. Oh. 
Are you are you absolutely sure you want to do that? Fuck. You're doing oh, that shit. DM thing. <laughs> oh no. Don't chug, don't chug, don't chug, don't chug. No, d- d- let him live with his consequences if he wants to. What co- right. what's in the vials? I so- okay, here. I I I'll pull them out and I'll think about it, but then I sort of remember it? Uh, yeah, I'll waft it instead because looking at a small glass vial with a liquid in it kind of makes me shudder. So I'll just um, look at it and just sort of just like waft it to see if I could like smell the salt or get any sort of like nope. I don't know nostal- nostalgia or you can't tell. Okay, and is like, are we done smelling water now? Are we gonna walk <laughs> over there? Chris is like, well, I don't want to give Umberly something that's not real. Okay, we're and Leon just starts going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Galen, are you uh, done investigating the, uh, the salt water? Yeah, I'll trust the dwarf, I guess. Are you sure? God damn it, Jenny. Uh, yes, I'm sure. Are you sure? Well, well, wait, if you drink it, will it turn you into your other form? So maybe there's I don't know, another it'll way probably turn me into a mind flare for all I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Can Gris do like a nature check on it? Why is this water so sketchy? Leon Leon stops having walked 10 meters and turns around and is like, Yeah. Can we go? I don't want to give this god not good water. I'm sure it's fine. I just want to, like, you know, know if Galen's done investigating. Are you done? Are you sure you're done investigating the water? Are you sure you don't want to drink it or anything? I splash just a little bit on my fingertip. Not the whole vial, just like a drop. Leona's 10 feet away shaking her head. I mean, you can try. I, I want to put just a drop of water from one of the vials on my fingertip and see if anything happens. Dexterity Nothing. saving throw. Fucking. Okay. <laughs> oh shit, 11. You go to pour a drop and um, it all pours out onto your hand. Galen, for the course of the next four long rests, you have lost Poseidon's blessing. Oh, fuck. Okay. (laughs) It was real salt water, though. Well, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, does he lose it because that was like a rude thing to do? Yeah, it's blessed salt water. (laughs) I'm sorry for egging you on. I just had to know. <laughs> now that the entire saltwater ordeal is gone, done, done with, um, you follow Leon toward in the direction of this temple. I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just like huff after he spilled all this like this vial in his hand. After watching him try to be careful and then just spill it all, I just like give a huff and walk away. I'm just like, what's. You're just obviously you have to leave this situation before I, <laughs> I deck go. you or something. <laughs> the good news, Galen, is it sounds like you're going to the woods, not the ocean. So hopefully that blessing doesn't come up. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> you approach this me. this temple, presumably Umberly's temple. It is very quiet and largely unoccupied. A few pilgrims, sailors, as far as you can tell, leave offerings of the seawater that that you've got with you on the steps. And um, some stand over what appear to be like large rectangular ponds and they're sprinkling bread into it. Um, If you take a peek in, you will see that there are fish swimming around in the water. Mm. 
That's nice. <laughs> um, so wait, wait, did you say that the offerings were like on the steps and all that? Yes. However, um, there, there are clerics who, yeah, yeah. There, there's an altar. It seems that maybe um, these sailors are a little intimidated by Umberly. Oh. Uh, okay. Um, I think Gris kind of like in sight. Like, can I see it from where I am? Or you cannot see it from where you are. Presumably, you would have to talk to someone who who lives and runs the temple to get to it. Wasn't there I a woman that was mentioned that we should talk to? Yeah, is so is the <laughs> Triton woman around? Can I see them, or am I gonna have to ask for them as well? You're gonna have to get closer. You guys are not yet that close. We're not to in. The oh, okay. Well, as we as whenever we start walking in, as we're walking in, I'm gonna lean over to Leon and go. If this is supposed to be for like seafaring safety blessings, uh, might have been worth a trip before we left. Honestly, <laughs> if I had known, I, I yeah, I had. I did not remember it. this. I mean, there's a lot I don't remember, but I would have. I'm. I'll sorry, be honest, I sorry. I really this. only pay attention to Sune. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's you. You're, you are. You are. You are Leon is like right nodding too. emphatically. Like you are standing right. at the top of the steps to the temple looking towards the entrance um, as you have this conversation. A young human woman, maybe, not even woman, a young human girl, maybe 14 or 15 years old, um, appears before you and goes, ah, uh, uh, greetings, 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 pilgrims. Welcome to the Temple of Umberly. How can I help you? You can, you can drop that, um, Gris kind of once again bonks Galen with her staff. Yeah, are you? Am I doing it wrong? You're doing no, 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 no. You're doing wonderfully. He's prickly. We we know who like what you do. It's fine. You don't have to put on a show for us. Okay. I am in the service of Umberly. Right. Okay. Can you point us to where the lady who might look like me is? And I kind of like brush my hair behind my ear. Your high priestess. Yes. Um, I can point you to the high priestess. Um, can I ask why you're here? We don't get a lot of, um, uh, oh, we don't get Worshippers? a lot of nobles. You're very pretty. Thank you. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> we only get one noble sometimes. Um, he brings us a lot of gold. We like him. He's very handsome. He wouldn't be from the House of Steel, perhaps. He is. Yes. He's a sailor and, um, Leona's like, um, <laughs> he makes a lot of offerings. Um, you wanted to talk to the to the high priestess. Um, uh, what what are your names? I'm the Lady Leon the Bell. That's a long name. Okay. <laughs> you could just well, call her Leon. It's fine. <laughs> okay, like lion, like girl. Yes. Yes. And then <laughs> I sort of like take charge a little bit, and I'm like, and this is Ari. <gasps> I like that name. I, you're an elf. That's cool. Ha. Oh my god, she's that so I am. That's very cool. You're a monk too. I'm I'm training to be a monk. That's awesome. You are. That must be fun. I wish you uh, luck in your studies. It's really hard. The staff is hard to work. Yeah, I just use uh, use this, and I like point it and like put my hand on a hilt, uh, and I go. It's much easier when you have the 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 edge working for you. <laughs> uh, Oshia won't let me use swords yet. She says um, I have to learn. How to use them before I um, cut myself on the pointy end? I that's it's very and I like just chuckle and I go it's a, a very important skill you you want to be 
drink the other person uh and i like like make a motion for like uh, your name my name's lacy lacy uh i think your high priestess has a point but i'm sure you'll get there in no time uh and with all the safety that that requires and like my sudden concern for this girl <laughs> okay um so we have lady lion and ari um and um uh sorry go on this is gris Nice to meet you, Lacey. I'm taller than you. <laughs> and Chris chuckles and she's like, well, I'm a halfling. I don't get much taller than this. Oh, that's cool. I'm, um, I haven't met that many people that I'm taller than yet. Um, okay, so we have Lady Lion, um, 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 Ari, and um, Grease? Gris, yes. Gris, okay. Lady Lion, Ari, Gris. Okay, and what's your name? My name's Galen. Okay, and you're a Triton, like Oshia. Okay, I'm, I'm like like the High Priestess, who is in service of Umberly. We are both in the service. Okay, all right. Um, I'm gonna go get her. Um, uh, uh, what are you gonna talk to her about? We just have a couple questions regarding uh Umberly. Um, I'm I'm sort of new to this whole thing, so I I would like some some guidance and some it's questions okay. answered. Me too. I've only been here a couple of months. I'm going to go I'm going to go get Oshia and she can help all of us and um uh I and then I'm going to go collect all of the offerings and put them on the altar. Okay. I will be back and she like kind of like disappears into a back room. <laughs> like, I like her. She's so cute. She has a lot of energy. Yeah. <sighs> Adorable. Galen. Leon looks at Galen for... and is like, how are you feeling? Yeah. Do you feel anything inside this temple? Odd in this chilies tonight. I feel <laughs> I feel nervous. Um you know, it's back back home we had the the little shrine and idol and all that but for for me personally that never really went that far because every time uh we tried to have a discussion around it uh i would run away to the city be there instead so i never really got involved with religion or anything i know my dad would send prayers to uh umberly but he would always sound it was weird. It was kind of a mix between fearful but also grateful. I guess she's not really a, a kind deity, and I'm getting that sense probably a little bit stronger than I have for every other temple that we've been in. I don't know. It's weird to explain. Maybe it's the fish person thing. Yes, well... um, the depths are rather unforgiving, so of course their queen would be as well. Uh, okay, I got her. Um, I'm gonna go. Um, um, uh, Osh lady. Um, the high priestess, high priestess Oshia. Um, uh, that's Lady Lion and Ari and um, Greece and Glenn. Okay, I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn. <laughs> Glenn. <laughs> you um sort of all turn to face a woman who's standing there. She, um, she's young. She's very young. She looks to be in maybe her early 20s. She is Tritonian, as you can tell, and um, 
Her features are much more obvious than Galen's, um, though her eyes are similarly a striking shade of blue. She has the palest of blue skin um, that's dotted with shivering scales that catch the light through the doorway. Um, her ears are thinned and her hair is braided back to kind of show them off. Um, and she has these glowing, swirling markings along her face and visible um, on her wrists, uh, which are just barely emerging from the long sleeves of her robe. Um, she looks at you all kind of expectantly, and uh, Leon, you take notice that her hair is the color of snow or ivory, um, and is held back from her face by a thin silver band that you actually think is quite a nice touch. Pretty. I sort of subconsciously like trace around the markings that are on me with one of my fingers, just sort of just like looking at O'Shea and um what does she ask again? Like why we were here? She hasn't really said much. Um Greetings, travelers. My name is Oshiana, but you may call me Oshia. Um, I am the High Priestess here for both Umberly and Yadro. Um, obviously the Mer people are unable to come to land, and so they entrusted me with the honor. How may I assist you? And I apologize for my trainee. She's very new. She's, She's very endearing. Great. Oh yes, she's, um, well, I think she's adjusting quite well after everything that she's been through. Energetic, that one. Um, yes. But Keeps me on my toes. <laughs> we, we have some questions about um, Umberly and uh, some more of like a situation that we've come to discover um my friends uh have noticed that um their gods that they worship have gone silent they're not really active um and while i haven't been heavily a part of worship or the culture surrounding umberly uh, I can only just imagine the same. And uh, it was a big part of my family, but not really for me, but I'd still like some answers maybe to send back home for comfort or something. She's uh, not really listening to you. She's kind of stepped a lot closer to you and um, is kind of looking at you very carefully. She sort of reaches out a hand towards your ears and then pulls it away and goes, You are Triton. My father was, yeah. Yes, yeah, and, and human. My mother. And she, uh, she goes, I'm sorry. Um, repeat the question, please. My friends and have noticed that their gods have gone silent. Um, and while I haven't really worshipped or really have any sort of part in religion, my family has, uh, so I just like, maybe you could have some sort of guidance or answers regarding that. Umberly is quiet, but she's almost better, 
quiet. It is very rare that we pray for her intervention. We pray for the opposite. I've heard she's really angry. Yes, well, no one likes drowning. Well, yeah. It's Galen. Um, Galen. She, uh, she misspoke. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. She's, um, she's still adjusting. We take in those orphaned by storms in the hope that they can appease Umberly in her service. Um, oh. I can't, I can't provide you with that, but, um, I can, I can bless your armor or your sword or any of that since you came all this way. I think that'd be helpful. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Follow me. And she like leads you towards the altar, which is much more plain than the one that Leon took her vows at. It's sort of covered in seashells, but not much else. And she says, um, armor and sword there, please. Right. And Galen sort of puts his, uh, puts his armor there on the table. And then he's, as he's so doing, you have to remove your armor. Yeah, yeah. I, yes. I remove my armor, and then, um, well, before I do that, I take the trident off my back and sort of lay it on there, and then I remove my armor and put it on there as well. Hmm. She's like, she looks at the trident for a second and says, hmm. "My father carried something similar. I think many of the Triton Guard do." And then she, um, she reaches out and she gently touches the armor with one hand and the the trident with the other and whispers a short prayer in primordial um, before removing her hands. And she lingers for a minute over the altar and is staring rather obviously at your arm markings. Is is there a problem? She she like does a little sigh and like quietly rolls up her sleeves and um she steps towards you and reveals kind of her, her own markings and holds her forearm up to yours, kind of taking your forearm in one hand to like line it up perfectly. Um you realize that the markings are mirror images of each other. And uh as her arm brushes against yours, the glow from from your markings becomes much stronger. And she looks to you in Primordial and says very quietly, We share blood. <clears throat> um, I, I, I say back in Primordial, um, I, I'm, I'm sorry, what now? We share blood? Yes, blood. You said your father was Triton? Yes. What was your father's name? His name was Carrick. Yeah, we share blood. Um, I'm very grateful that Umberly thought to bring my brother to me today. Yo. I sort of just like. I don't care if it's like rude or unbecoming. I sort of just like drop my hands and like bring her in for a hug. She like returns it really awkwardly. She's like, <laughs> oh, this is a human custom I am not used to. <laughs> and 
then steps away and like does a small bow and is like, it is good to meet you, even if I did not realize you existed. I, I didn't realize you existed either. I'm sorry if I did, I would have made an effort. I, there's no need. Kayla's sort of just like speechless at this point. <laughs> at All this point, primordial. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lacey's returned, and she's kind of standing next to Leon. And she's like, "Um, hi. hi. Uh, what? What's going on there? They're not I have like, no idea. He never hugs anyone. He hugged her. Yeah. She doesn't hug people. Just Kayla not. doesn't do that. He, like, I don't think I've ever seen him hug anyone other than V. Um, oh, she, um, hi, priestess. Uh, yes, my child. Um, I need the altar for all of the seawater and bread. Oh, Gris kind of, like, reaches into her satchel and, like, hands out her offering. And she's like, I brought an offering. (laughs) Thank you. Um, uh, uh, you can put it on the altar. Nothing bad's gonna happen. So, sailors are just superstitious. Oh, okay. And Gris kind of like slowly reaches up and like delicately places it on the edge and then kind of like pushes it back. And she's like, okay. <laughs> she's still really nervous about being drowned. <laughs> you did great. You did a really good job. Gris kind of nods to Lacey and then like looks to Galen, like, all right, tell us what's going on. <laughs> Before that, Galen sort of does the same thing, but with all now seven files of seawater that he has she uh Oceana's kind of watching you and she's like that is overkill in primordial I just look over my shoulder and back and I say in primordial you can't be too sure no I'm fairly sure <laughs> okay and Galen takes back six no don't them. don't don't no. do that put oh, it back okay. put it back Galen just puts his hands up <laughs> yes okay good enough So you good, Kayla? Yeah, you were uh, saying stuff that uh, we didn't understand, so I don't know. Uh... And you, you hug hugged her. her? You are hug- you in distress? Do you, are you okay? Like... Did you learn is, something? Is Oceana around? Is Lacey She's still standing there. there. Um, Lacey's kind of like watching all of this, like with absolute interest. Oceana's <laughs> just kind of watching your exchange with your friends. Um, I look to Oceana, and I'm like. I say in primordial, um, do you mind if they know they they've saved my life multiple times? It's the closest thing that I have family before I met you, obviously. I do not care. Okay. And Galen sort of turns to everyone else and he he stu- he stammers a little bit and is like, Everyone, this is my sister. Your what? Shiana. You had a sister? I didn't know until today. Did she know before? How do you know? Today? How do you know? Um, I I turned to Oceana again. I'm like, hold up your arm, please. She like extends an arm, and I extend the opposite arm and sort of hold them together and sort of demonstrate the the glow it's from the marking. 
Chris's eyes go wide and she's like, ooh. That's interesting. So mm. that means that means that your family? We uh the, the we boy? share a father. As much as he could be one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I well. I'm sure we have much to discuss. Galen and she like looks at Lacey who's like ooh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but for now I merely trust that someday you will return and we will have a better opportunity to speak but for now there are faster fish to hunt and a larger purpose than ourselves I sense and Either I will see you here again someday, or we will see each other once more when Umberly carries our souls back to the point of water. I look forward to it. Mm. Fair weather, brother. Fair weather, sister. And I sort of bow, having taken note that that's the <laughs> proper custom. <laughs> she bows, and then she uh, disappears back into the back room, leaving Lacey there like, um, uh, I'm sorry I got your name wrong. I did not know that Oshio was your sister, and, um, uh, 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 it was really nice to meet all of you, and, um, uh, Ari, someday we're gonna have to sword fight, and, um, Lady Lion, uh, 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 you, um, uh, 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 I'll tell, um, I'll tell the, the, um, the other noble that, that you say hi, and, yes. um, um, we, Gris, um, Gris, uh, uh, um, uh, please don't grow because I I'm so much shorter than everybody here. Chris <laughs> Chris like full like belly laughs and she's like I won't. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> okay, bye. It's nice to meet you. Um. Uh. uh fair I, weather. Okay. Chris Chris fair is like weather. fair weather and she like waves. Kind of Leo she's, is just she's, waving. She's still chuckling. standing there like awkwardly I, like bouncing. I like, hold up. Oh. A, I hold up like a calming gesture and I just go. You know that um. Uh, your statue will serve you well in your agility. Don't be ashamed ashamed of it. And then I go like, what was it? Fair, like to get fair, fair, fair weather. Wave, wave fair, fair weather. <laughs> fair, fair weather. Um, and uh, and um, uh, strong currents and um, gentle seas. Mm, gentle seas. <laughs> mm. In my in Ari's head, Ari goes strong currents and gentle seas. That's opposite yeah ari i was gonna let it go i don't know i am um, i might not be remembering the thing correct i'm new here okay i have to go um because she seemed upset kind of she's hard to read and um uh uh, uh bye and she like disappears into the background <laughs> girl is a whirlwind chris chris is kind of like that's it y'all are gonna like talk are you okay, Galen? Yeah, Galen, you you doing all right? You need today somewhere? has today has been so much. I would like to leave, please. Okay, you know what? Oh, oh okay, okay. Just I, would, I offer you a drink, but a dear drink at all? <laughs> That's fine. I have the mini flask if you need it. I uh, we'll find a tavern or something later. Tiny I'm sure. Flask has been offered. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I know how I know how much it means to Ari. I don't want to <laughs> on that. 
I feel like Leon would start heading out of the temple knowing that like Galen wants to get out mm-hmm. and so she kind of leads the way. Gris probably follows suit but like kind of smiles down at the fish as she heads out. <laughs> uh, as you smile down at the fish one of them sh- spits a stream of water directly at you. Oh Dexterity God. check please. Wait can I like I just like, redirect it? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> You're ahead. Oh no, two plus two is four. You get Ooh. fish spit in your eye. <laughs> Gris kind of like rubs her eye and she's like, I don't really like this place. What kind of fish was it? Was it like a, a koi it's fish? It's a sea or... fish. We, we the fish that this. swim in the ocean. Oh, okay. It's an ocean fish, not a river fish. Very okay. different than a river fish, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I sort of turn back and I see Gris like rubbing her eye and I'm like, are you okay? Did one of them spit on you? How'd you know? I just smiled at it. They do that. It's that's their defense mechanism. Gris kind of grunts and she's like, "River fish are better." <laughs> <laughs> Let's as, as we're walking out or whatever. I'm just gonna look back for a quick second, try and take a like a snapshot in my head to be like, "Okay, I've got to remember where this is," because that's already a difficult enough thing to be like, "I'm gonna remember this." No, I'm not. But I'm gonna try to, <laughs> um, so that I can come back and keep a promise to Lacey someday. Okay, that's so Fucking sweet. I was right, making so- an effort to remember where this small temple is. <laughs> Leon and Ari sort of lead you all out of the gates. Um, Ari seems to know where the closest tavern is and leads you all sure-footedly towards um, d- towards a, a sort of ramshackle building um, on the outskirts of the walls, outside of the walls, sort of in between the walls and where the forest begins. Um, It is in fact an inn and tavern and Leon orders you all drinks and pays for the rooms. Um, It's not a very clean inn and she doesn't seem particularly pleased with it, but Ari brings Galen something strong and they all sit down together. Very much how a family would. You all reflect on what Galen said.